Hello, hello. Week one football in the books, and man, was it a good one. We had underdogs taking over. We had top dogs dominating. You had big plays. You had people getting shut down. It was a good week one. So I'm here with the boys running routes. Hey, what's happening? What's going on? Hell of a week one. Oh, man, was it a good time? And we can, all over the board, it was just a good week. We got to be happy. We got to be happy with football season back. Saw a lot of things we ain't seen before, too. Rookies yes. balling out. We loved it. All righty. So let's just hop into uh, week one. We'll go into uh, the Thursday night game of the Cowboys at the Bucks. It's surprising a lot of people because people were saying, you know, Bucks were the heavy favorites and Cowboys had a lot of learning to do. Dak Prescott, what is he with his injuries coming back? How awesome. you guys feeling? Comes out playing like he never stopped. Like he never was injured and out for all those games. Game of the week, pretty safe to say. Definitely I mean, safe. Definitely Charlie safe. was on the Dak train, and now I from am. Day, from day <laughs> one, from day one, Charlie there's, was. There's on room. There's yeah, room. Charlie's Jeff definitely on that Dallas Kool Aid. They looked good. They looked good. Zach, Dak really looked good. Bad. Zeke looked good. Um, the CD defense Lamb showed life. They 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 at least battled back. Um, and held their own with the Bucks, so that those were the things that I said, you know, uh, preseason that needed to happen. Dak needed to shine. Zeke needed to bounce back. Although he didn't get the carries, he was very quick on the field. You could tell a notice, noticeable difference from from last year when he weighed. Yeah, but a he was being covered heavier. by White, so his speed's going to get shadowed. And oh, absolutely so no. I think that's I think, what you know. That's where he get in his any attempt of him getting any sort of pass game going, and they they shifted it off to Pollard. But he was picking up blocks. I mean, he, he was. was doing what was asked for him, and that was obviously not the script for him to run the ball. And it was the right plan because I mean, it was just who's got the ball last type of game. Yeah, I agree with your outlook on on Zeke. Um, I mean, 33 rushing yards on 11 attempts is is not good for any running back. Yeah, but it's not. As far as uh, watching the game, he he did his job, and I think he he's gonna bounce back next week. Yeah, I sure. mean, he, he had that one. The box is tough game. Yeah, he had that one one run where, he, where they finally gave him a pitch sweep, and he ran for 13 yeah. yards, mm-hmm. and that was the only time he did anything over like two yards. But you could you could see the quickness in his steps. The, yeah. Obviously, the game, the game flow, all that stuff did not dictate that he was gonna be yeah. the 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 lead dog there, but. I just I, I liked what I saw. The rushing yeah. attack was absent on both sides of the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no. Well, I mean, that was well, a lead guy in, in Dallas. Bucks. He ran for thirty-two yards. Yeah, exactly. in Dallas, losing Martin, you saw it. Vea and Sue kind of had their field day in that center. Oh yeah, guy. right up the middle. Was right, just, there was there was nothing. It was just a pile of big dudes just 100%. waiting. There was nothing going center. Yeah. So and then now they now I don't know if you guys saw, but they're saying. Um, Collins gonna be suspended five weeks for. I did see this for for yeah. for uh yeah twenty twenty uh, like I, they're saying either refusal or he didn't take the drug tests in twenty twenty like multiple drug tests he kind of skipped them they said he had their his lawyer saying he they had an excuse for it and that it's only be a fine oh, it shouldn't so be suspension from last year yeah it's really from really? last year yeah interesting. wow interesting uh Monty- that would be a big blow that would yeah. be a big blow to the offensive line they had problems with that last year and that you know. 
Yeah, Mur- Murphy Bunting going down for yeah, Tampa that's... didn't it, it? It seemed like Tampa didn't miss a beat. They didn't miss a forward. beat. Not at all. Um, but 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 you know they're thin. I'd say yeah. they're thin well, at that position. Yeah, the guy the guy coming in for Murphy Bunting Cockrell. He's kind of a jack of all trades player. He plays a little. You know, he plays special teams. He plays. He took he took over for that nickel spot for Murphy Bunting. He played. You know, he's done. He's known for a little bit of safety in the preseason and stuff. Both wide receivers. But he got he got picked on. They as soon as Murphy Bunting went down, they went after pretty much every guy that Cockrell was covering. They, Both. I think they threw they threw twenty something passes at Dean. I'm not exactly sure on the number, but they were picking on Dean. And uh, not to say that he's a bad defensive back. Um, no, that's a lot means. to hold up from. That's yeah, but they slot. were picking on him. I mean, they were throwing yeah. his side. I mean, Dak threw the ball 58 times. Yeah, well, the, the Bucks are playing of... a lot of soft coverage and allowing that um, underneath stuff. that underneath screen passes to go. And they were getting chomped at it all day long. And, I mean, that's kind of like a game plan that you almost, like, it's, I understand, like, it looks bad on paper. So, like, oh, look, Dak and the receivers do so well and, like, the Bucks defense. But, like, they kept they kept them shallow. They kept the game scoring like only when they wanted them to score kind of situation. You know, there's plenty of times where they scored off those bucks turnover, those two bucks costly turnovers. Gallup, I want to point out on was... on on Dallas and the Bucks, both defenses let up over a hundred receiving yards to each two wide receivers. Each team yes. on defense let up a hundred yards to two receivers. Gronkowski on got each ninety. Team. 90 yeah. yards. So that was 10 it, shallow. That was just looked really he great. also had two yeah. touchdowns, so 10 yards shallow of 100. So yeah. go ahead, Eddie. That was just crazy. I mean, <clears throat> you know, Dak threw for 403 yards, and Tom threw for 379 yards and four touchdowns. Brady had two interceptions. Well, one was like, you know, at the end trying yeah, to hail Mary at, at halftime. The, at the halftime. And, and, and Dak threw one as well. You know, defensively, this was an, an incredible game. Yeah. You know, because you hear the numbers, right? You're like four touchdowns, almost 400 yards from Brady. You know, Dak, uh, three touchdowns. Uh, you know, he threw uh, for, 400. for 400 yards, you, you know. And then and then you go and you look, right? You go and you look at the Green Bay Packers defense, which is number one in the league right now for yards allowed. Mm-hmm. Number one in the league, one yards allowed. Yeah. They they let up 229 yards and got destroyed by the New Orleans Saints, 38 yeah. to three. Yeah. Let's not drop ahead too too much. So I, I wanted, just wanted to point yeah, out I, that yeah, even yeah. though both defenses let up 100 yards to two receivers on both teams, yeah, I mean that's a different game. You know, I understand. But both it, both defenses in this game against each other. They were incredible with yeah. the turnovers and everything. I mean, yeah. this, this look, there was Both a lot of defenses made it happen. Both defenses made it happen, and I wanted to touch on Micah Parsons because you know the man did shine. He did what he hid, but to me, his aggressiveness and his hustle is almost a little bit of his downfall because you saw that man multiple times, not just the touchdown yeah. on Godwin that first touchdown, <laughs> yeah. but multiple times this man bit, bit hard on play action. Mm. He got he bit hard. He, I mean, I understand he's he's probably the A gap coverage guy, and then then he falls back. But that play action, he got bit multiple times trying to chase up front on that play action. That's definitely that's definitely is welcome to the NFL here. Oh yeah, when you're going against Tom Tom Brady, Brady. how's it going? For sure. Yeah, I mean Tom Brady played the both of them out. Him and Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah. On that on that one Gronkowski touchdown, that that no one else gets that touchdown unless you're Tom Brady because yeah. he knew Parsons was blitzing and then he knew that the only one covering Gronkowski is a defensive end now 
And he walked right past him. Brady knew it. Threw the ball before anything ever even happened, and that's a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, and they, and they even said like they don't like sharing that play too much, and they had to use it twice. Yeah, where they were, it's like a late, it's a late change where it's like a like Gronk's like third option, like the hey, runner runs. out, no check, yeah. take the blocking. Oh hey, check, do a block, fall off, and like all this is said before the ball is snapped. You know, doing your Omaha's and your checks, mm-hmm. and then you know Brady does an orange in the pocket, waits for Gronk to slide open, and it, and it happened two times. Not in a many row. quarterbacks in the league right can, now can are gonna, see that are far gonna, ahead. Are going to know that? No. And 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 you're just talking about like f- gimme play right there. That was a gimme play. That was seven points that the Bucks got just because of how incredible Tom Brady is as a signal caller, calling these plays at the line of scrimmage and audible and and knowing. I mean, we all know Peyton Manning was a beast. He's he doesn't have a suit on right now so right now in the league right now he's one of he's he's the best at it yeah, i would say he's yeah the best that's people at being that's people being on the same page you saw the same thing happen when ab adjusted his route and tom knew exactly what to do with the ball as well when you when you have the the the, the cohesiveness and you, you really have put in the work that's where those things shine through and you can see the differences between great elite teams and just teams that are are really good i could even and, and that goes to where they, they were saying this offense is miles ahead right now than where they were last year. I could argue if that was any other team Dallas was playing, they Dallas wins that game. Oh yeah, because that touchdown doesn't get scored. You yeah. know, there's there's a lot of things there's, that I mean, wouldn't I don't know. have there, happened. There's a lot of things because that that game honestly to me shouldn't have been as close as it was, right? For sure, yeah, right? for sure. They missed that field goal. The next play, Ronald Jones fumbles yeah. and then they score the touchdown. Yep. You know, and then uh, uh, Leonard the, Fournette the, doesn't drop that pass off his was, face. Was almost absent on both sides of the ball, not only for the Bucks but the Cowboys as well. But the Bucks only rushed for, I think, eighty yards combined um, as a team. So that's yeah. that's four guys running. That's the what ball. I say. It, it, to me, it was a very even matchup, and just as you say, it could have gotten away from the Cowboys as well. It could have gotten away from the Bucks off of those turnovers. Hundred well. percent. Yeah. Well, 100%. I mean, yeah, I definitely it was, feel it was, a, it was a hanging in the balance yeah. moment to moment. Who gets the ball at the last? The last drive because yeah. I, I think honestly, I, I think, feel like if Dak would have had a minute on the clock, they would have had a field goal opportunity. As well. I think I think Gallup going down. We haven't talked about that yet. Yeah, going down too. on Dallas, he goes down, and I think Dallas letting up Antonio Brown, Godwin, and Gronk almost a hundred yards. I mean, Antonio Brown had one hundred twenty-one in a touchdown. Godwin had nine, one hundred and five in a touchdown. And Gronk had eight for ninety and two touchdowns. I was surprised. So they, it's he didn't all get receivers. More, it's all honestly, secondary. There was yeah. nobody. There was nobody that could cover him. They, they weren't staying with him. As a whole, yeah, Dallas was, has 60 yards rushing, and the Bucks only had 52 yards 52. rushing as a team. Yeah. As a team. So this this as literally a was an all-out yeah. Leonard Fournette, yeah. I think, was All right, with all right so let's so. – uh, just, just trying to speed up to the end. Um, looking at the teams and how they can do better going into next week. So for me, the Bucks they can't beat themselves because that game reminded me a lot of the Chicago game last year where they beat themselves with turnovers and penalties – you know they had three three of those four turnovers turned into points for for the Cowboys. Yeah, those were they had eleven for penalties sure, for, sure. for over a hundred yards, and they got beat up on the time of possession by by ten minutes. So that's what I mean. If I the numbers think- are the same in any other team, and it's not Tom Brady, and it's yeah. any other team. Exactly, Dallas yeah. wins that game. I th- yeah. well, I think that the Bucks played a real good team, and 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 they were underestimated. You know, the Cowboys. Dak Prescott is back, and he's yeah. legit, and and they were a legit team. And it's why it's it's why the Bucks are a lock. Um, until, yeah. So, so now, so now, when I look at Dallas moving forward, they need 
they need to get the run game going, obviously. And it's hard to say, like, when you compare them going against the Bucks, who have been the number one run team two years in a row. Exactly. Right. And they look right. again to be the number one run team, no doubt. Plus, their center was out, COVID. Yeah. Uh, Dallas. Um, so they need center. to get the run game going. You can't rely on Dak to throw 58 passes a game. Absolutely not. That man's going to turn into Ben Roethlisberger and have no shoulder, or turn into Drew Brees and have no shoulder. Anybody would. That's too much. That's yeah. too, much. too much. You're asking much to project. I agree. And then I the agree. third thing that they need to improve on is the red zone. They were one for four in the red zone. They got held to three field. They got held to three field goals, or I think one was a turnover, and then yeah. one was a turnover and two field goals. In. Definitely got to cash in. I, I mean, I look at it. From the Bucks' point of view, that was my big question mark that I talked about a couple shows ago, which was, are you going to come in as sharp? Is everybody going to be focused? And those were all mental errors with the penalties, with the passes going through the fingers, Mike Evans dropping passes, just the concentration level. Week um, one. Needs, needs yeah. to get back regrouped week one. With, yeah. with Tampa. And I yeah. got no doubts that they're going to. I yeah. mean, there's this week one. You know, yeah, and when, I, when I'm going back and I'm watching their, like, um, their post-game press conferences – to me, it feels like I know there's no moral victories in the NFL, but it feels like Dallas is like happy with how they played and like they're you know it was an okay Why loss. You be? I it, mean, it's an okay, but then the 100%. Bucks and the Bucks I think were like pissed. Like, damn, that should not have been like that. We played terribly. We barely won. We need to do better because that shouldn't happen. Well, see, that's I a good, that's a good way, way to look, look at, at it. it. But you guys both played phenomenal. It was a terrific way to start the season. I For think sure. Everybody, fans, coaches, yeah. players were all You want to lose. That's how you want to lose. You want yeah. to be positive moving forward in my eyes and be like, look, we played really good. We played the defending Super Bowl champions like on their home on field. It, yeah. And it came down to last second. Yeah, we can get better. If there was more yeah. time on that clock, maybe Dallas wins that game. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's move on to the Philly-Atlanta game. And I got to be honest, Sirianni shut me up. He, I, I did not think he was ready for the for to take that that heavy of a lead role yet. And that man went out there, and Philly dominated Atlanta. Good for, good for the Eagles. There's so much, you know, going on with the quarterback situation. And, you know, who's, you know, what are the receivers going to do? And, you know, Devontae Smith had, you know, had a rough start coming in, you know, with the knee injury and things like that. So it was good to see the team get off to a good start, you know. I mean, yeah. and, 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 you know, you wish you could have seen the same thing from the from the Falcons. But it just, you, you just know which team was prepared when they showed up that day. And it definitely wasn't Atlanta. It was yeah. not Atlanta. I mean, and sh- shout out to Devontae Smith, the man's first touchdown in a regular season game is a t- is a his first catch is a touchdown so yeah that was a pretty play him. that was a very pretty play that was a pretty play yeah um, i mean for me I, I i personally i liked i liked what hurts did um definitely put up nice numbers was efficient looked calm composed relaxed um i i didn't think at any point in time though he was ever tested nor did he test past medium range which i was disappointed in um, it didn't really call for that. They didn't really end up having to, but the Eagles got off to a slow start too. I, I wasn't, I kind of, at by the time the mid second quarter was around, it was anybody's game. It was seven to six. Atlanta was unable to capitalize in the red zone after being inside the 10 yard line at that point in time. And Atlanta rushed for a hundred yards on 12 carries in the first half. You can't give that up next week against the 49ers. So you definitely got to get that right. But then after halftime, it was a different show. You could see the force of the D line for for Philly definitely imposing their will. Yeah, three the sacks, coverage. six tackle for losses, nine QB hits. Mm-hmm. They, that D line came out ready to play, and they the they took it to that rookie. They took it to that rookie on Atlanta. Oh, absolutely! But there was no 
it was it was very similar to what we saw kind of in, in a lot of games this week that I saw where if that offensive line was not good, which Atlanta's is not good, it's got to be this quick pass and stuff, and there's not the downfield, um, even even the availability to throw shots downfield. And Philly definitely squeezed them with that. Um, I, I want to see more out of Philly's offense. I don't think you can get away with just bubble screens and 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 a lot of the things that I saw from Philly. I was impressed with how they run the ball. Um, the the new kid uh, Gainwell, very impressive. Um, and uh, that's pretty much what I took away from the game. Again, I was yeah. happy to see what Hurts did. I want to yeah. see definitely a, a step forward next week. How are you what looking you? at it there, Nick? I know you're a Philly man, and I mean they that D line shut down Atlanta real fast and so and, from the and held from them the back. jump of the game. Um, Basically, <clears throat> as an Eagles fan, you know, I'm watching the game and I see Atlanta come out firing. I see Ridley making plays. I see the offense getting momentum. They're playing the no huddle. And then all of a sudden, after the first drive, we stop into a field goal on that first drive. After that first drive, they stop moving down the field. Um, I don't know what happened. I think Ridley might have got shooken up. I don't know if you guys watched it, but Marcus Epps, our safety, who hit Ridley down near the goal yeah, line, went out with a concussion. He's the one who hit Ridley. Ridley seemed to be fine. He played the rest of the game, but if you notice, he really didn't get the he didn't get the attempts the the rest of the game. I think that's kind of what shook him up in the beginning of the game. Um, I think with him not getting hit, maybe it wasn't a factor, maybe it was, but I think that Ridley did get the offense moving. I think if they could have kept that momentum going, it could have been a different game. Yeah, I don't think Um, Ridley even had a target in the second half. As far I, I as I don't the, remember seeing him besides the pass interference on the the flare pass. Exactly, Mike exactly, Davis. and that's kind of how I I knew he was in the game. I saw him in the game. I was worried about him after that first drive, but it kind of went absent the rest of the game. Um, as far as the Eagles go, um, we played well. We played we played with composure. Um, we we did everything we needed to do. It looked like we were ready. Um, all of our starters were on the field. Um, we had J.J. Arcega Whiteside go out, and then Marcus Epps on the defense go out. That's, those were our only two injuries uh, for the day. But uh, Jalen Hurts, 27-35, 264, three touchdowns, um, seven rushes on 62 yards. And then Miles Sanders with 15 attempts on 74 yards, four catches for 39 yards. Um, I think we ran the ball well. We threw the ball well. Um, balance overall, it was balance, and I think if we can bring that into next game, and the defense can play like they did in the second half, I think we're gonna surprise some people. Our secondary is another thing I want to kind of touch on. Darius Slay is playing like Darius Slay again. I know it's just week one. I know we played the Falcons, but I, if you watch that game or you watch the highlights, Darius Slay was playing out of his mind. He had a lot of good veteran plays, a lot of good veteran decisions that he was making. You can tell he's a veteran on that defense. Um, Avante Maddox is another guy who was playing on Kyle Pitts most of the game. Uh, if you watched, he's a faster guy. Clearly, nobody's going to be as big as Kyle Pitts, but, I mean, his his game was almost absent as well. I like Kyle Pitts. I hope he does better in yeah, the following st- he weeks. He started off slow. He had those two crucial drops. He started off slow, and I don't think it's all due to just him. Um, but Steven Nelson on the other side, Nelson I think the impressive. tackling – Couple of plays. The tackling on the Eagles defense was, in my eyes, outstanding. Um, if you watch and you go through the second half mainly, the first half we did start off rough, but the tackling and the aggressiveness and the will to win was definitely there. 
Um, but overall, I was I was impressed with the Eagles, and I, and I like what we did in week one. The, the Falcons don't rule them out just yet, though. I like that y'all got everybody touches because yeah. just about every other play, somebody else was getting involved. And I really like that. It was yeah. Rager towards the yeah, end. Yeah, you of got Jalen Rager with six catches, yep. 49 yards, and a touchdown. Dallas Goddard, four catches, 42 yards, and a touchdown. Devontae Smith had six on 71 and a touchdown. So they hit Quez Watkins on a bubble early in the game. They started him like early. Yeah, he had, he had and, a couple yeah. of good uh, good opportunities in the and and like you you touched on Gainwell. He not only did he run the ball well, but he was implemented in a lot. If you notice in the red zone, a lot of goal line plays. He did get a lot he more was, run. He, than they were. They, I was it seems like almost as if they want him to be the guy to block in the goal line on like a on like a on like a fourth down or like the fourth down guy they had him in a lot of fourth down tries cuz we went fourth on fourth down like three or four times that game. So overall no but that's that's just kind of my outlook on on the game. Yeah. Um, I mean Hurts looked good. I mean I'm touching on what Charlie had said where you want to see more of him cuz he did have a lot of I'm not going to say questionable throws but like throws that weren't quite there. Like the like that pretty big one where he underthrew Ertz and they they did a hurry up offense and mm-hmm. and Smith didn't challenge it even though like the replay it's clearly on the ground and yes, and I think and I think that kind of touches yes, into Arthur he... Smith's for being his first game as a coach it was a little jittery. Sure. You know, he didn't you know, wasn't quite sure, he didn't you know, didn't take the time. And call the time. I mean, I know it wasn't, it wasn't really a close game at that, that point. Was, that was early was, in the game. No, that I was think late that in was, the game. That was late in the game. The, where er, the Ertz one? The Ertz one where he dropped it and they did no, a hurry up. No, that was the second half drive that they scored right before half. Was it the second half already? That. Okay. Or no, that second half. Second quarter drive. I swear second quarter. Right yeah, it was, it was first half. I mean, so it's kind of early in the game. I think, so the thing, the reason I say it was early is because the time of possession in that point in the game, the Falcons had held the ball for like 11 minutes. Yeah, we they had were running only, the ball I think that well. was our second or third drive. So Hurts uh, had only gotten that much play, and he, he that was definitely an underthrown ball, and it was clearly a drop. Yeah, but I mean, there was, and well, that wasn't, like, that's just like the key one because, like, it was pretty visible, and, like, they, mm-hmm. you know, they sped it up. But there was other times where I felt like Hurts was, like, thrown behind the man and, like, not getting guys on the run and, like, the he passes weren't the passes though. weren't the quite there. Line no, and they they did. And that's what gave I'm saying. him time, and that's what I'm saying. I want to see more, but I want. But I took. Like I was saying, I like Hertz's throws. Just I didn't feel like we're quite there, and I want to see more. I want to see the man improve. He didn't really miss that much, though. I mean, no, I'm saying I, seven incompletions. It, 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 it was, it was As, you don't have to miss that much for your level. throws to not be that great. Agreed, because you can. Drag he's a, got he's got Smith. He's got Rhaegar. He's got two first round pick receivers. So like. One's a Heisman Trophy winner. Like he, his throws don't have to be that great. I, I, He's got and, receivers. And that, and that you say, I think the chemistry. I think we can touch on that a little bit. The chemistry was kind of there. I think you can see that. I think mm-hmm. all Eagles fans are kind of counting on that. I as think far as the Jalen like four Hurts. times in a row. Yeah, the like Jalen Hurts, Devontae yeah. Smith. But we'll see going forward. Like you said, he definitely has stuff to improve on. You can't. Yeah. You know, you can't he averaged go crazy seven. On him. He averaged seven point five yards a they, throw. The the, okay, the so Eagles did exactly what they were supposed to do. Seven point five yards, you know, that's not bad. That's not bad. It's not incredible, but it's not bad. You know, you'd like to see maybe double digits. But I mean, it, the thing is, no turnovers. That's what's that's what's that's what yeah. you need. No I mean, turnovers. looking at the Atlanta side of the ball, Arthur Smith, he didn't didn't do anything, you know, that was expected of him, and it's kind of a. Uh, a little depressing because I mean he, he I mean he brought over a decent run game Atlanta's with Mike Davis and Cordell Patterson I gotta say I like Cordell Patterson's role with the Falcons he's a little oh, jack of all trades right now doing jet sweeps returning the ball he's gotten he got good runs and I think he likes him because of his size because he's similar to Derrick Henry mm-hmm. he's just not a freak of nature like Derrick Henry well so. again they rushed for 100 yards in the first half they that run game was going but they yeah. could not get the pass game going and at all. he just he couldn't bring over 
that like I had called about last week where he couldn't bring over where Tennessee was 75% from the red zone uh, last year and Atlanta was 50. They were, they were 0 for 2. I think they will improve as a season. I mean, they'll improve. I think it was a first game jitters. That was something I noticed over the whole landscape of week one, which was Atlanta didn't play their starters in preseason. Pitts wasn't out there. Ryan wasn't out there. Ridley wasn't out there. A lot of the teams I saw that didn't play their starters during the preseason came out pretty flat. Yeah. And we'll touch on other games where I'll bring that back up, but... That was an indication. Now, the Eagles, they played their their top guys. They clearly were the team that was more ready to play this game. Yeah, absolutely. All right, it's so moving on. Pittsburgh at Buffalo. That was an interesting game. Wasn't wasn't as flashy as people <clears throat> thought it was going to be. Did it go the way you thought it was going to go? I mean, it, you, you'd expect it to be a high-scoring game. You got Josh Allen, you know, Stephon Diggs. You got Ben Roethlisberger. We forgot about the defenses, though, didn't we? I didn't forget about the defenses, but they, but both of those teams aren't, you know, they had good defenses, but they still let up, like, 20-plus points a game, and neither team got above 20, to, you know? Neither team got above 20 yesterday. Uh, the difference in the game was the block right. on touchdown. Yeah, but uh, to me, it was the better defense won that day, and Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's defense and that defensive line showed up and put pressure on Allen all day long, and T.J. Watt finally got his paycheck, and he earned it. The man went out there, got his sacks, got his tackle for losses. He had a forced fumble. He had five extra QB hits on top of the sacks. No, both defenses were awesome. <laughs> um, I enjoyed watching that game very much, even though it wasn't. Uh, we didn't see some of the bigger plays that we were hoping to see. But, I mean, Pittsburgh, 188 yards out of Ben Roethlisberger, 54, 56 yards out of Najee Harris. Their offense was shut down. Yeah. Um, Claypool did make a couple of splash plays. I watched him make a catch and an end around. But – the the Pittsburgh offense wasn't doing too much. Neither was the Buffalo Bills. I mean, they looked like they would get going and then they would sputter. They looked so good in the preseason. I don't know what exactly happened there. I don't know if Josh Allen was kind of calling his own number a little bit too much because I noticed they were they lots of quarterback draws. Especially a lot. In the of, red I saw zone, that too, and and I just didn't see nine it of wasn't them. working. Nine yeah. attempts. Well, and, and, and nine attempts. And that's 40, a big risk for a man you're paying forty million dollars a year. Just, having him do QB draws, a lot of them. I know he's big and he can. He's a little zero he's, targets he's for agile. Diggs inside the ten yard line. They had the ball there like twice. Not one pass went to Z- Diggs, and that should that should do right there. And they I had just, some yeah. fumbles. They had was, some fumbles. It was questionable they, play calling for me. Well, they also did side. have a lot of key drops. All the receivers across the board were dropping some pretty yeah, easy balls. Mm-hmm. They were great. dropping some pretty easy balls. So like I understand of like, hey, we're third down. I'm going to trust my big quarterback to run it in instead of... And he had a near miss with uh, Emmanuel Sanders streaking down the field. He overthrew yep. him. But I don't know. I just would I, I was questioning the play calling while I'm watching the game. I'm like, why are they doing this stuff? And you could see towards the end of the game, they started giving draws to Singletary and stuff, and that was popping. Um, I just don't understand why Josh was, was seeming to either call his number so much, his own number so much, or just taking off. It almost seems like he was looking to take off first, and, and I didn't, I didn't understand it because he, he had looked so good last year progressing as a passer that I didn't think he needed to do that with the weapons that they have at their disposal. Yeah, uh, Nick, where are you looking at it? Because I mean, it wasn't a real pretty showing until basically the fourth quarter. Yeah, no, I, I, I kind of agree with both of you guys. <clears throat> like back to the Josh Allen thing, he kind of touched on it in his uh, post game interview. If you watch. Um, he was talking about how he was kind of making sloppy decisions. And it kind of all came down to third down. When I was watching the game, like, they were... He, Josh Allen was making plays 
up until third down. It came to third down, and then Pittsburgh would make the stop. He was throwing the ball. He was getting it downfield, but back to what Charlie's saying, inside the red zone, he wasn't making those plays to Stephon Diggs, which which is the It clear, was almost he, like nothing was vertical towards <clears throat> the touchdown. Everything yeah, was horizontal and, or right up the middle. And I don't think it was all Josh Allen, but I think it had a lot to do with his decision-making as far as and maybe the pressure was there and we weren't seeing it. Um, but I think third down, well, that's uh, fourth the team down, to be pressured the Steelers against. were I mean, getting there. No, yeah. Nothing taken away from Pittsburgh's defense. They I would like out. to see more out of Najee Harris. I mean, he ran. He did his part in the game. I think they're going to get him more involved next week. But I think you can't take anything away from the Steelers. I mean, Big Ben, is he's, he's kind of hitting on all cylinders. That offensive line. Against the Buffalo up. defense. I mean, they got two rookies. They'll, against they'll, the they'll Buffalo learn. defense. Yeah, but they, could, I mean? they couldn't establish holes for Najee when I was watching it. Right. And... Ben was still having to shake people off of his back and throw passes. Like, Ben's always done, but he's older now. He can't do that for the rest of the season. We talk about projecting into the future. If that continues that way, Ben's going to get hurt. It's going to happen. But I also don't yeah. think they're going to have to play as hard of a game. No, definitely not. In, in, the, next, in the upcoming weeks. you got weeks. Cleveland, you got Baltimore in your own division. Well, Bengals sure, sure. I'm going to be no joke just, either. So, I mean, it's, a good, it's a good outing for them. I mean, they got the win. Yeah. They, At the end of the day, they played well against Buffalo. Yeah. They did what they needed to do. They can clean and up some things. Much respect for Mike Tomlin. That's where I'm at with it. coach. Yeah. I mean, it was another one of those games where the red zone wasn't quite there. You know, Pittsburgh was one for three and Buffalo was one for four. You know, they were... They were 8-for-18 on third downs. Like Nick was saying, they weren't very good on third downs. They were 1-for-3 on fourth downs. So, like, it wouldn't, ball wasn't moving when they needed it to. And It, it was it, an interesting it game. It was an interesting game, right? What would you think about the defenses, though? When, when you take a look at the numbers, right, it's a weird, this is a really weird game considering 23-16. It, it, it's just a weird game, right, because Pittsburgh rushed, right, as a team, 75 yards and 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 – Receiving yards, 188 as as a team. Okay, yeah, and then a you go out, offensive output. right? But they won 23-16, right? Mm-hmm. And then you go and you look at Buffalo, right? Buffalo rushed for 117 yards and threw for 270. Yeah, Singletary looked like, good. Talk- I was impressed. Well, well, he had some fumbles. He had yeah. two fumbles. Well, say he fumbled, but they like, recovered his running, one. His running was impressive, but he lost. He lost one. So that you know, that's another one. You know, that can that can equivalent to points. You know, you got to clean up the mistakes. He's not the only one that had fumbles. They had four fumbles. They lost two. They recovered two. They, you know, I mean, yeah, it's, just a, it's just turnovers, momentum. Killers. This is just this is just one of them games, like because we knew, right? We knew Buffalo's defense was good. Yep, we knew that. And then and then Pittsburgh, we were like, mm, that offensive line, the Castro's gone. Yeah. What what is You're, Buffalo? It was, what is, it was questionable. But then like Buffalo's offensive line, I think they got called for like four holdings. And if you watch the game, you probably could have given them another ten. They right. were they were hugging people, they were tackling people. It, know, to me, it wasn't pretty. Their offensive line needed some help. You know, I didn't see nothing well, from Rouse. That's Pittsburgh defense. He he did come in on a couple of plays at the end, but yeah, as the as the game wore on. Buffalo's defense was more kind of holding them back, I felt like, instead of being more aggressive. They seemed more aggressive at the beginning of the game, and Pittsburgh's defense just looked like they were gaining momentum each series, and they were just becoming more aggressive, more in Josh Allen's face, making those reads harder. You saw Minka almost on every play, whether yep. he was making the tackle or not. He was definitely you know paying attention to digs heavy. Um but it was it was just a great game. I, I I mean, looking forward, I don't see problems with either team. I think they're going to continue to 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 get better. I, 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 
Yeah, I want to see more from 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 Najee Harris. I yeah. I don't think I don't yeah. think that we got enough from Najee. I mean, 16 touches, 45 yards, he averaged 2.8. Is yeah. this the offensive line though that we were that we all were aware of before the season started, you know? I mean, yeah. because, again, no, this is one of these things, right? You know, we were talking, we were just getting on Jalen Hurts, man. What, he averaged 7.5 yards a throw? Well, yeah. guess what Roethlisberger's averaging? Hmm. 5.9 a throw, yeah. okay? Yeah. So so this offensive line is a problem. Problem. Yeah, yeah, and they tried they to address find it. A solution? They tried to address it. They brought in like two new pieces, and they got two rookies. So we'll see. It's gonna take some time. It's gonna you take know, some time. I mean, you're you're, you're doing ending arounds the Claypool man. You're doing anything you can. Yeah, I, I, I like Deontay Johnson. He, he only he was five for he ten. Had a drop. He had he was five for ten. He wasn't he the prettiest of stuff. But man, that dude was <sighs> catching some con- contested stuff, and he was making the he we caught that like the one touchdown like was I don't know that I'm was a, a pretty ridiculous. Yeah. You know, he was only five for Definitely. ten, but he the catches he had were like impressive catches. If he can be catch the more consistent ones, I think he's a top receiver. That that, that receiving core is is lights out. I, yeah. I I like all of them, even Juju. Juju was catching. He was doing the dirty work as he did last year. But you know, by the end of the year, if Pittsburgh still can't run the ball and they can't protect Ben, it's going to be the same thing. Yeah, you can win ten, twelve games because of that defense, special teams, and what intangibles Ben Roethlisberger burger's gonna bring to the to the team but you're not gonna go anywhere in the playoffs I, if you cannot protect him and run the ball i got him favorites to win the division for sure i got him favorites to win that division because it's ben roethlisberger you know i mean that's but the he's got to be there at the end of the year it, it, exactly yeah. my, and he my, won't be my that only line. concern with that team because because we we've seen the defense i mean you shut up josh allen you know, to 16 points. I mean, that's that defense is for real. I mean, you know, I mean, Buffalo was strong. Every level last of the year. ball, they're solid. Yeah. I mean, it's week one, you know, but that offensive line is a problem. They need to share that up. That needs to get fixed. Yeah. All right. So moving on to Minnesota versus Cincinnati, which I don't know how they made. Probably the most boringest game exciting because since because Cincinnati, <laughs> Cincinnati had seven punts and Minnesota had eight punts and you still ended up being a 27-24 game in overtime. Overtime, okay, okay, baby. Well, let me let me let me take the boring out of the game for you just a little bit as far as the Bengals go. Joe Burrow, twenty of twenty-seven, two hundred and sixty-one yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Joe Mixon, little overused, but twenty-nine. Carries 127 yards, one touchdown, Leading four receptions, and 23 yards. Jamar Chase with five receptions, 101 yards, and Higgins with 58 and a touchdown. Chase with I the mean, best you day from can't the take nothing from the Bengals' offense. A little bit of a boring game. I know what Brady's talking about. Um, overall, it was a boring game, but there was some splash plays, and yeah. it was surprising yeah. from yeah. the Bengals. That, that old line, like that old line can get him hurt, though. He got sacked five times. Five yesterday. times, five yeah. sacks, yeah. But they had three sacks of their own and a forced fumble on defense. Absolutely. Yeah. They, I mean, they, they made it happen. When they, it counted. They How about that happen. Jamar Chase hookup? You know, we're That's talking about 101 yards. Twenty. He averaged 20.2 yards a catch. He had a touchdown. He got he got thrown at seven times. He caught five of them for a yeah. hundred yards. He, he had that big one yes. on the new guy coming Hell in, Rashad Breeland. He had that big one for fifty yards Hell on top of, of that game. Dude. Hell of a game. And you know, preseason he had he had the ball thrown at him one time and it was a drop. People making memes out of him. You know what I like also is he threw the ball twenty seven times. 
we'll touch on he a was lot efficient. of other teams. Yeah. He was you were talking about Najee Harris, Justin Pittsburgh. I something I didn't touch on, but you know how we can see more out of him. But I'm glad the Pittsburgh Steelers used them the way they did. You, I'll touch on again later. But Trevor Lawrence, like how how they overused him and other players and other rookies and stuff like that. I think Jamar Chase got enough play. I think Joe Burrow got enough play f- coming from the injury. I like it from the Bengals. Yeah, I do too. Cincinnati looks and good. Cincinnati, they were they're well coached. They only had three penalties for fifteen yards. Where the other side of the ball, the Vikings were twelve for one hundred and sixteen. Yeah, that's a yeah. hard. That's hard to overcome. Yeah. that's a hundred yards difference in penalties that you're giving up to the other team for sure. For yeah, sure. Not, not only that, but they they struggled to sustain drives. Um, uh, Cousins being sacked three times, but Dalvin Dalvin Cook, your 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 top one, two, three back in the league. 3.1 yards on 20 attempts, averaging. That's against the Cincinnati Bengals defense. Nobody's yeah. he checking was much, them for He was vaunted. much better in the pass than he was in the run, though. No, he did come together for a 100-yard day, uh, passing included, but they were trailing. I mean, yeah. lots, of the, lots of this stuff came from them being down yeah. two scores most of the game. I mean, it was, it was the Bengals to keep and win, and they almost lost it, but they found a way to win, know, and that's impressive. Kirk Cousins, you know, 330, uh, 351 yards, averaging 7.2 yards a play. He had two touchdowns, 106 QB rating. I mean, even if you want to argue that Dalvin Cook got robbed on that play and it really wasn't a fumble, and, you know, you know, and, and Minnesota's telling the truth, and he was down. And it was bad officiating, and they didn't get it. You know that. Do they win even if they hang on to that ball there? I I don't know. Uh, well, it, so speak, speaking of that point, because I have a question for you guys. Your kicker just made a fifty-three yarder to send you to overtime. Correct. Mm-hmm. You are on the thirty-eight yard line. Do you kick the field goal? Do it again? Win the game? Or why do you run with Alvin Cook? Why are you running it there with Dalvin Cook? You're on the 30 yard line. He's the best running You're Dalvin back Cook. You don't fumble in the, the NFC. It's overtime That's for the, the win. Why are you still going for it? You put both hands. You on need that a ball. field goal to win. You don't need a touchdown. Zimmer Your is kicker a kicker. Just made a field goal for 53 yards. Why are you not doing it again? Zimmer's a Zimmer's a. You you make a good argument, but I mean, if if I have Dalvin Cook in my backfield, there's no reason why I can't convert that and make it a solid game-winning field goal. Because if you miss that, you give them great field position, even better than what they got when they recovered the fumble. You're, 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 you're literally at 10 yards from field goal range the opposite way. I just you, don't know how. I just don't attempt. know how. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I have to agree with Brady. I have, you have to go and get that. You have to go and kick that field goal. I, I feel like you have to kick that field goal. You I feel like you do. You I, mean, I mean that 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 was just my biggest question mark. And, and, and Charlie's Charlie had, an advocate Char- of getting the and, points, bro. I mean, yeah, and Charlie and Charlie called out Zimmer in the coaching last week. There you go. There it I is. I feel like that was a key point of like, hey, why I mean, they to win? Me, to me, it's why are game. you not kicking if, it? If they kick the field goal, a thirty yarder, and get it. No, it was it would be a fifty yarder oh, again. Would it have been a 50? Yeah, because they're on the thirty-eight. You know, right, four, right, right. forty-eight with the back of the yeah, end zone. Yeah, it's a fifty-four yarder. Fifty-four yarder. But you that's, just that's, did that. That's, that's not a chip. It's shot. not chip shot. No, but you did just do it. Your kicker can do it. He's clutch. You have him for a reason. I agree. He got burned by the kicker a couple times last year, though, if I do recall correctly. Justin so I'm Tucker sure last it was year. probably stinging no, in the no from them missing field yeah. goals. Um, but they were a Minnesota, playoff team. Minnesota proved me right as far as I, I'm. I'm not buying. I think last year was not an anomaly. I don't feel like even with all those pieces there. 
They are there's something wrong with that team, and and to give up everything you gave up, and 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 to have 12 penalties to to the Bengals three, that is not a disciplined Mike Zimmer coached team right there. Right. And it, there's just something up there right. that just don't vibe with me. I mean, if you can get it's that, just not looking right for me. For that two minute offense there at the end of the game to get them to overtime that looked good, but that was about the as much shine as I can get yeah, cousin, for the Minnesota. Besides for Thielen, and I and I, and I gotta QBR, say I called they, it where Thielen was gonna take that step up. Because teams were over top of Jefferson, and Thielen was 9 of 10, 92 yards, two touchdowns. I told yeah, you. Throw, again, he had were, a throw, too. But he they were coming ball. from behind. I mean, you start to get those padded, and that's where the scoring came from. You start to get those padded numbers when you're coming from behind. Trevor Lawrence finished with three touchdown passes, but that was not the case when the game was kind of still there in the third quarter. I mean, so I'm just saying, like, I, I don't know, you can get these garbage time yards and stuff. I just, I, I'm not impressed with His first touchdown was the first touchdown of the game. It wasn't like they were coming from behind. Mm-hmm. His first touchdown was another first touchdown of the game. Then then Cincinnati scored two. But the 40-yarder across the middle for the touchdown later in the game, yeah. which was a big chunk of was, his yards. Was after two touchdowns. Same thing, with, three uh, touchdowns, same thing yes. with Jefferson. He was held quiet until he got that big catch towards the end of the game as well. Yes, yes. And again, the, the Cincinnati defense is not going to – they're not going to be top 20 yeah. at the end of the year. So not, I mean, not unless they can just fix, not impressive. Not unless they can fix those penalties – and get the ball moving because you can't punt the ball eight times in a game mm-hmm. and you can't have 116 yards of penalties. Yeah. Nah. Shooting yourself in the foot. Agreed. All right, so moving on to the 49ers-Lions game where I feel like the score looks a lot closer than that game was because the 49ers pretty much put a whooping on them until the last three minutes where the Lions scored two touchdowns and almost scored again until they uh, turned it over on downs. <clears throat> well, so I was hesitant to pick. The Niners, <laughs> yeah, because I thought it was going to be close at the end. I I had a feeling, and I just you saw the injuries already starting to creep up on the Niners. Man, I hope this is not a replay of the last season. Um, for me, Jimmy G looked pretty good. Besides I mean, for that, his first touch is a fumbled snap. That yeah, was, and then yeah. But, I mean, even it was the kind deep of little, ball to Debo yeah. was a duck, but the Lions secondary is so bad. Akuna went down. Yeah. Um, you know they're just so bad. Yeah. I mean, they're not little, making adjustments yeah. on that. Another but. little like knock to his little insult injury, his little mojo is like you know his first his first touch is a fumble. They put in Trey Lance. His first touch is a touchdown pass. And it's like yeah. hey, hey, I think we're ready to move on to you pretty move on from you pretty soon here. What do you think about the uh, the backup running back coming in, um, Eddie? Well, you know this this Elijah Mitchell. It's it's just it's just serious, right? I mean, because he he's not even going to touch the ball. If Raheem Mostert's in there. I mean, this guy gets nineteen touches, one hundred four yards, five point five yards a touch, and a touchdown. Second in the league in rushing. Second <laughs> in the league in rushing. Okay, I mean, you know that that's a huge game for this kid. But the Niners are used to doing that, just plugging in running backs. Most are suffering the injury. I think they said like eight weeks for him somewhere in that. Look, they got time. him in the yeah. look. They got him in the sixth round at a hundred and ninety fourth pick. Yeah, the co- the coach sat sermon, which is interesting. I wonder what's going it was on there. Interesting to me too, because Hasty was he the next man he, up after he Mitchell literally should have never. This guy should have never even ever even got a chance to see the field. You know, but barring injury and a, and a freak occurrence, this kid gets to touch the ball 19 times, shows up and delivers, in my eyes, a six-round pick. This guy showed up for, yeah, I for mean, the Niners. But that, but that kind of touches to the Niners where everybody said they're a good team and you can pretty much put in any running back or either of those quarterbacks, and they're still a pretty solid team that you should worry about. Can they stay healthy for the year? Yeah, but that... Uh, Brandon Ayuk wasn't out there on the field, too. He was battling the hamstring yeah. all... Yes, all, I mean, uh, injuries have plagued them for five years now. So, mm-hmm. like, it's not... Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's how much talent they got. Yeah. 
And well, still it was threat, to their like, detriment last year. I'm not buying it much. anymore. They're at the bottom of my list, though. But Elijah Mitchell, I'm on the bandwagon. That yeah, kid's... I mean, they gave up three fumbles. That's what that's going to hurt them. They need to fix that problem. I really want to see what he can do next week. If he can produce that again next week, that's this this kid might win rookie of the year. I mean, running like that, 100 yards a game. How do you not? You know, yeah. how do you not end up getting? You know, rookie of the year when you rush it for 100 yards a game, 1,700 yards. Yeah, that's a, yeah. I, yeah, six rounder. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got to like what, it. What'd you see out of it, Nick? Well, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and lean on the Lions because I think you can take a lot away from the Lions. Um, offense, especially. There's a good, there's a good, good matchup between Swift and Williams. You got a good combination Agreed. between the two running backs for sure. And a lot of potential there. And and Jared Goff didn't play bad in the first half, maybe. You say it wasn't close, but that's when he started playing good was the second half. He had to come from behind shore. But if he can play like that in the first half and those two running backs and they can balance the ball. I mean Jared Goff threw for a problem too. thirty eight yeah, completions. He's- 338 yards, three touchdowns, and one pick. He was sacked three times. That's a problem. But his his running back core did the job. 54 yards from Williams and 39 yards from Swift. Williams had a touchdown. Same thing in the passing game, too. They caught the ball nicely, Well, too. see, the thing in the passing game is their tight end leads leads their passing game, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, 97 yards receiving. Mm-hmm. Um, they And Swift, their running back, is number two. That's another thing. Swift is good in the passing game. He had 65 yards receiving and 39 yards rushing. Williams had 54 yards rushing, and, and he didn't, he didn't had, get any passes. He had 56 yards receiving. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To he touch on to so t- those two running backs. Not only did they lead in rushing, they le- they they're second and third in receiving as well. There's a lot of things. Yeah, to I was going to say that Goff needs to. They need to get Goff a receiver because they need to get him a receiver fi- because five those two running backs that are doing the ball, it. The five receivers that touch the ball. We're 13 of 24 for 118 yards. Your two running backs nine, had that many yards. Nine guys got receptions that, with Goff being you, the quarterback. You took it right nine, out of my mouth. Nine receivers yes. caught the ball, whether there it was, was a tight end running back. There was only one other quarterback, wide receiver. They were only 4 of 15 on third down, so you've well, got to cash in. I mean, but that goes are, back to what Brady said. Killing there's, drives. There's not a lot of receivers he's thrown into, but you can't have Swift and Williams leading and rushing and second and third in receiving. But but at the same time, that's a good thing. It is a good thing. It's yeah, a it good is. thing, and I liked it. I like seeing it. I think if they're not coming from behind, there's a lot of good things to yeah. see from I mean, the offense. I think the, the Lions li- are going to give people trouble. I mean, year. they're playing Dan Campbell football, which is aggressive, heavy. We're going forward on fourth down. They went forward on fourth down five times, including their opening drive. They went forward on fourth mm-hmm. down. I mean, they were only they were only two for five. I mean, that's not you know wasn't pretty, but they're going for it. They don't care. They're not going to try punting it. You beat my defense, and if you score, you score. I'll come back. I'll fight you again. And you know that's what we said. They all punch you in the mouth. That's what you know. They're living up to it. Like yeah, he did good things down there in Miami when he was coaching that team, and you you can you can tell his persona on the sideline. He's got to be a player favorite. Um, just from the way he carries himself, going for it that many times, putting the trust in the offense, also putting the trust in the defense, saying, hey, you guys are going to make plays. I'm going to go for this thing. I like that. I mean, Detroit's got a ways to go. They're still missing a lot of talent. You you're know? not lying. But Jared, there are, Nick's right. There are some good things to take away from yeah, that with you, Swift. You, and yeah, but you're, you're, not, you're not lying, yards. though. Goff, though, only completed an average of 5.9 yards of play. That sounds out of desperation. A lot okay. of dump-offs it, to the it's running a, That's desperation because <laughs> the leading receiver on the team in that game against 
the 49ers was TJ Hawkerson, your tight end, and that shouldn't right. be. You right. need receivers. Right. That's Hawkerson, exactly right. Hawkerson was a first-round right. pick, what, last right. year or two years ago? Like, right. He's, right. he's doing that, what he's supposed to do. That also goes into the time mm-hmm. of possession for the Lions. They Amon Ross, St. Brown, they yeah. drafted from USC. Yeah, I mean, he's got to step up. Hundred percent. I don't think they're giving Goff enough, enough to to do what he's capable of. But I think the weapons are there, and the running backs are doing what they can to help him out. But you need to get him receiver. Like you Brady could said. see in the last drive, though, why Sean McVay is, was always so frustrated with Goff because you're 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 close to tying yes. the ball game, and yes. three of the last four plays were no more than five-yard passes. Yes. And it's, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yes. At least try to make it. Let's die trying instead, you know, because no timeouts. Where are you going getting five more yards down the field? Try to Who's make a play. I understand receiver. you ain't got the best receivers. Who's the okay. number one receiver? Throw it up to Hawkinson. I don't care. It was Hawkinson. try to win it, the game. In this game, it was Hawkinson. Just try to win the game right. for me. I don't care if you get picked. I mean, but you try. draft a Monra St. Brown number from two USC. and three are their running backs. you, you got to throw him the ball. They you gave the, him four targets. He caught two four times. That's not enough. You, no. you know, you draft a wide receiver because you need one. And this guy had 20. He was averaging 23 yards a play. And you're only trying that four times. If he's only good for a burner, you can't give it to him that much. That's like Deshaun Jackson. And Deshaun Jackson is prime. He's catching 60-yard touchdown yeah, passes. But, by, but leagues are but, ready for that now. Yeah, and but, so but, you can't but, do by that every putting play. putting him on the field and everybody thinks that that's what he's going to get, then let them think that that's what he's going to get. They and they did. That's why Hawkerson, Swift, and Williams... All did really good in the past game. Right. It's well, because they thought he was going to go deep. What you just said. Well, That's why they did well, that. Something to point Plus out they had the as lead, well. So they're playing soft cover. So they're going to give you these dink and dunks. Keep that trade. The longest play. Game script type of situations too. Where those numbers start to pop out. That's what I was talking about. Some of the yards that some people accumulate and stuff. Can be kind of falsehood. You know, Jared Goff threw for over 300. But. That was more evident because the 49ers were winning the game handily yes. at that point. It was like it was forty-three to to seventeen, going with the three minutes left. You know, so it's it it wasn't uh, to me. Yes, the Lions played well, but it was a lot of like the stuff that people criticized Jameis Winston for for years, where all your yards and all your accolades are coming in that last quarter, where you're just trying to make something happen. Jameis Winston's a topic later. Wow. Yeah, we'll get onto that <laughs> later. All right, moving on. Let's talk about the Cardinals. And the Arthur Smithless Titans, who did not show team anything. Team of the week, baby. Arthur Smithless Titans did not show anything on offense today, and Arizona Cardinals were just dominant across the board, they all over. It on defense too. Oh yeah, oh, I mean man. Chandler Jones got five sacks with five two QB hits on top of that, with Leading two forced fumbles. Two forced fumbles. Leading the yeah. league in sacks. Wow. Yeah. It's, wow. It's, it's, it's his, fi- it's his, it's his final year of his contract. Out. It's coming. It's Chandler Jones's final year on his contract. You know what he wants? He wants to keep that twenty million dollars a year going into his next contract. Like like that. What do you take away from it, Brady? I mean, the Cardinals could pretty much do whatever they wanted. I mean, the offensive line gave Murray trouble a little bit, but Murray, being Murray, he was able to move out of the pocket and scramble. I know there's plenty of jokes going around, looking like he's the little mini uh, Shrek running the dog horse race (laughs) and stuff, but. Hey, the man made it happen. The man got his yards. He got his four touchdowns. He did throw the one interception, but he ran a touchdown in. He's playing. He's he's pulling tricks out of his bag like he's Mahomes. He's making it happen. Man, that defense for Arizona only letting up 86 yards rushing, 58 yards to Henry. To the, Henry to only the had 3.4 yards a touch. 
Okay, 17 touches. His longest carry was 19 yards with absolutely zero touchdowns. We're talking about a 2,000-yard rushing leader. 3.4 yeah. yards per carry. But, Terrible. But he, but he, it's not like he, not like, seventeen but it's not touches. Like, but it's not like last year he averaged a hundred and. I mean, he did technically average it, but there was games last year where he had you know less than eighty yards in a game. Like it's, that it's, just it's, speaks it's, volumes to Arizona's it does. It, defense. It, it's a good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it does speak volumes. There's. It's not like Henry's falling off because this happens to Henry. He, he, the Bucks shut him down one year when the Bucks were shutting down everybody. You know, they shut down Henry. They they hurt uh, Barkley that year. They hurt. M- M- C-Mac and Henry, Henry only getting 17 touches. That's not surprising because they were behind with the, the stat line that jumped out at me was the combination of Julio Jones and AJ Brown on 14 targets produced seven catches for 80 yards and a touchdown. That's terrible. 12 targets, 12, no, 14, 14. Yeah. I'm good Correct. on my math. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. Anyways, it, it wouldn't matter if it was 12. That's yeah. not enough. But yeah. being behind that much, I mean, it was. It, I just, I just want to. Bottom. I just want to know what happened. I want to know what happened to that Titans O line because they were amazing last year and they gave up six sacks today and they only have one new piece on that O line and they got beat up across the board. And Arizona's defense was flying around. They were at every level. They were hands down. Agree with Nick. Definitely the 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 most impressive all around team of the week. Yeah, I mean the Cardinal, me. the Cardinals could do it all over. You know they passed for two hundred, you know, eighty nine yards, four touchdowns. But then the running game, the two runners, Edmonds and Connor, twenty eight t- carries for one hundred and sixteen yards. There was nothing stopping that they Arizona offense. Four yards on the ground. Kyler Murray accounting for five total touchdowns. I mean, you can't ask Chandler Jones five sacks. I mean, you can't ask for a better. Ball game. That's Madden statistics right yeah, there. Yeah, your number one and number two receiver both getting two, <laughs> two, two touchdowns. Yeah. Kirk and, 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 and Rondell Moore getting involved. Rookie favorite of mine oh, getting yeah. no. 68 yards Dang. on four catches. If they keep throwing the ball on them, definitely excited for them. That all averaged the, team the most the yards out of any wide receiver on his team. He averaged the most per touch. I like so it. So that's, that's, like that's it. very the, reassuring. I like, that. I like that. To be an Arizona I, Cardinal and know that you have Rondell more out of Purdue because this kid was a beast that provides, over there that quietly. provides another security option for Kyler Murray. I mean, and I like the kid. I got him in my fantasy. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> you got to be loving the scoreboard on yeah. that. So, I mean, unless there's anything else you guys can pick away from taking away from that Cincinnati Titans mm-hmm. game, I just think Cincinnati dominated across Arizona the board. Titans. And, and the Titans need to have an answer for that offense without Arthur Smith. And That's it's why I wasn't sense. high on the Titans. I didn't. You called defense, it. You called that it. Hats defense off. defense is not impressive to me. And the offense is so dependent on that running game being established. I just, I think they're in for a long season. I, I mean, think, I'm not I saying think a terrible season, but an average one. I think they take a step back. Yeah. I think Tannehill looked uh, below average as well. He's he's looked better, um, but you can't take away what Arizona's defense did. They did overwhelm him for sure. I five agree. sacks. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Is five yeah. sacks by one one opponent, another they one. They were dominant on every, yeah, every yeah. level. That's, yeah. that's tough. All right, so for me, moving on to the next game, which to me is like the second biggest surprise of the league, and that was how dominant the Seattle Seahawks came out blank, going up against that Colts that Colts and that Colts defense, they started off strong, you know, 21 points in the first half and just holding Colts the next, you know, only 10. I mean, the 10, that last one was kind of a here, you know, not, not much going on for the, 
for the Colts. They well, that. they ended up with 16. They did. It, but if you look at the no, you dive into the numbers, like the, the yardage is the same. Like the, the difference in that game is Russ can throw a hell of a deep ball, and the, it was those big plays. I mean, because you got, if you, you take got an away MVP those Russ big coming splash back. plays, oh, yeah, no, Russ looked ready to go. But he didn't. He didn't even have to do too much. He only threw for two fifty four and four touchdowns, though. That, and it's like that's efficient as you can get. I mean, <clears> I know we saw a couple of those performances this week, um, but it, that that's efficient. Yeah. The the one the one difference from what you're saying is you're saying that the, the the numbers are around the same. They didn't do that much different things. The only thing is different that Carson Wentz leading receiver was his running back. On sixty yards receiving, and and Russell Wilson was throwing that situation is going to take time. Receivers, Tyler yeah. Lockett, um, he was almost my player of the yeah. week. Yeah, I mean you got to remember Wentz, Carson, Wentz was Carson out with well. Wentz Chris was out Carson. with the injury, so he didn't get the the gel with Michael Pittman and Zach mm-hmm. Pascal, and, and they couldn't get the running Hill, game going. T.Y. Hilton's hurt, and yeah, they couldn't get the running they game combined eighty eight yards on twenty six carries. Well, the, the, That's not what you I, saw but, from the but Colts. Jonathan last year. Taylor had over hundred yards total. He, total. Yeah, total. Oh, total. He had 52 yeah. rushing yards and 60 yards receiving. But again, so, when you're behind, you're but, catching them dump but that's passes. The, that's, that's the similar. problem. You're, yeah. If you put it in Carson Wentz's perspective, he's dumping it off the Jonathan Taylor a yeah. lot rather than getting it down. Well, the Colts, they got down. The Colts only had one play go over 20 yards. And, 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 right. and Seattle versus, is going to do like everything six. to protect that secondary because that secondary is not good. So they're going to shell up and they're going to give up some of those underneath things. I mean, yeah. if I was Seattle, that that's what I would do. If I get up 14, 17 points, I'm going to keep everything in front of me. And lots of teams employ that kind of strategy. You saw it last night on the Rams game where they were giving up the underneath stuff. Right. Come up, make tackles, and stop it there. And make a team put together a 14-play drive, a 12-play drive, and not make any mistakes. Yeah. No, I mean, and then, and then so for Seattle and Russ, I think, you know, that's this is a situation where being the nice guy – Paid off for Russell Westbrook or Russell Wilson. Sorry, being the nice is guy. Russell paid off. Wilson's really a nice guy, though. Is he got us all fooled? Because no, I know you all know that. Well, nice I mean, no. Guy. Look, look. Just look, hear me out. Because <laughs> remember that there's a whole off season where we were talking about like maybe he was trying to demand a trade, doing all this stuff. He wants say, and he said, "Hey, man, give me protection. Give me some more, you know, offensive weapons." They get him that. Now, no, not a single wide receiver was relied on. Nobody, no receiver was targeted more than five times. He got to pass the ball around He's however he wanted. The ball, though. He's but, always yeah, that. but he got his help. He wasn't, you know, uh, he was sacked three times though, which isn't good. But he did get his O line help. He got his offensive weapons That's help. A very good defense in the Colts. So. Averaging yeah, eleven well, yards you know, of completion. Yeah, Russell but, was averaging. But like I said, a first and he, down. He every but like, time but the like ball I'm saying, hold on, hand. hold on. Like, like I'm saying, Russell Wilson being the nice guy, he got what he asked for. Where if you look at the Aaron Rodgers situation, where he wanted to be public, he was kind of being a jerk about it. And they've been holding him back on it. And I know we're I know we'll talk on the Green Bay Packers and stuff like that. But Russell Wilson got what he asked. Did what? you see the post game news conference though? Because the first words out of his mouth with a smirk was the offensive line played good today. And then he said, you know, he, he went on to the receivers and stuff like that. I'm I'm just busting <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm, I'm yeah. just busting with you about the nice guy thing. And there is a right way to go about things to get what you want. Yeah. There's well, a wrong way well, to go about like, things you can, to get what I, you but want. But again, like me and that's you can joke. That's a lesson joke. in life. Listen, like me and like uh, me and you, me and anybody here, we can joke and like call our, call each other out like nicely, jokingly. Mm-hmm. We know it's a joke. Where I feel like if Aaron Rodgers was to was say something like, "Oh my, my my offensive line played great today," yeah, totally. Like he's doing it to be a dick, <laughs> you know. Where Russell Wilson's doing it to like be playful. Hey, play better, protect me more. But you know, appreciate hats off to you guys. I love you guys. You protect me. Maybe you know what I'm Rogers saying? That's to me. That to me, that's the difference. You you got to take into consideration the the balance play too that goes back to 
you know, the last week we just talked about, he only threw it 23 times on 18 completions. He didn't have to throw it more than five times to a receiver. The Chris Carson had 91 yards rushing. Yeah. And then the chemistry that is there with that the offense. balance was there. Back to the offensive line, like you were just years, saying. But, like, you know, if he's not throwing it more than five times to a receiver, is that a bad thing? When you're getting no. 100 yards receiving from Tyler No, Lockett but you're averaging you're... 11 yards a play. I mean, every time right. he threw the ball was a first down. Exactly. That means the line is giving him enough time to throw this ball deep enough or far enough to average 11 yards per play. Well, I mean, I think that that's good. Three, nasty too. Three, I mean, three, Lockett and, and Metcalf are two of Three the best. sacks aren't good, but, you know, it sounds like Russ was playing with, you know, on the edge, you yeah. know, I mean, doing, doing by doing that, by having such a high yard per, per play, you're holding the ball, you know, waiting We're talking for that. about Russell Wilson, all the, all the, all the, all the, like the, surprise. the negativity and the surprise, <laughs> like, no, it's Russell Wilson throwing the tie lock and DK Metcalf. And they does. did exactly what they said they were going to do. And exactly what they do year after year yeah. too. Uh, maybe maybe the Colts secondary got exposed here because I mean, we, they lost we they all lost their feel corners pretty coach. good about the the Colts defense coming sure. into the year, and I don't think that they're a bad defense just because of what happened from one of the best quarterbacks yeah. in the league. I mean, they lost their corners coach, who's now the defensive coordinator for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, I'll test into it. But for like for Indiana, when it comes for when it came to relying on Wentz, he I feel like he didn't show up. They were five for thirteen on third down and zero for three on fourth. I think he's got to get chemistry. Yes, gotta, I mean, that, and that comes down. It yeah, does. he it didn't comes turn down the ball chem- over, so that's a good thing. I think maybe they better. just got to work into it because, yeah, I mean, thirty-eight for twenty-five. He averages six point six yards per play, two hundred and fifty-one yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, it just it just wasn't enough. It it, yeah. it, it it just wasn't enough. It wasn't bad because there's no turnovers. But yeah. but you're right. I think you know you want to yeah. convert on third downs. Yeah. You want to be able to do yes. And when the, for the more. for the Colts, like they played well, and there's like they know where they need to improve. They need to and improve on third. They need to improve too. on third and fourth down. They're not even being in having to go for it on fourth down. They need to, you know, and they need to have, be a little bit more explosive plays. And that all comes down to. I think Wentz being out that you know preseason and, yeah, and part of training. Taylor three point three yards a touch, seventeen touches, fifty six yards, zero touchdowns. His longest run was twelve yards. That doesn't sound like the offensive line. Well, that's because Taylor he's catching from the ball. last year. You know, he's I mean? also catching the ball for sixty yards. So you got to give him the balance of not having to worry Listen, about. I'm talking catching about the seventeen ball. touches though. You touch the ball 17 mm-hmm. times, you should have more than 56 yards. When you look at some of the numbers of a lot you, of these other running backs look in the at league, a lot of those touches week one, going they're into... over 100 yards on double-digit touches. So you should Good be point. averaging uh, more like than 3.3 yards a touch. That's below average in any league. Very below. For sure. Yeah, that's below. terrible. For sure. That's terrible. For sure. And, and the catches have nothing to do with how well, he they're led, running he the He led ball. the team in receiving, so I just kind of think that his workload was more focused on in in that particular department because it's not because the rushing attack, but he didn't get seventeen targets. He got seven targets. He didn't get sure. seventeen targets. That would have been the game plan. The game plan was to have him rush the ball. They did that seventeen times. He didn't show up. Three point three yards a touch. That's no good. The offensive line. The offensive line and, needs and it, to gel. And it can come. It was back to being hurt. Uh, 
you know, you got your star. Yeah, Nelson. Nelson was playing on your center. Your center Kelly got sick. Yeah, and you know they got to come together and gel a little bit. Yeah, sure. Week one, week one. Yeah, it's week one. Really good, like Nick says, a really good Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, the Colts played well, and they got a little bit of improvement to be. I was surprised. What people think they are? They got a little bit. I was surprised. I was surprised. Yeah. To come off an ankle injury, he played good. Yeah. All right, so moving on to Chargers Washington, and it kind of was what you expected it to be. It was a good offense versus a good defense with an okay defense versus an okay offense. And the Chargers came out on top, you know, and you got Ryan Fitzpatrick going down, but t- uh, Tyler Henneke stepped right back up and made magic ha- made magic happen. Almost he kind of, you know, he made his thing happen. He did pretty well. 11 of 15, 122 yards with a touchdown. Yeah, but now you're going to get the same 8-8 eight and eight Washington team as last year. I don't think That's they'd be not much, good enough to make the playoffs this year. But I don't think they're going to be much better with Fitz. I don't think Fitz is that much better than I didn't Heineke. Either. I didn't either, but there was the hope with Fitzpatrick there. Now you don't could, even have that. You don't even have that. that they I mean, could take that next they step. Gave the, they gave the Bucks the run for their money with Heineke last year in the playoffs. So. They did, but I just I, that, that was what I saw. And I, I agree. I don't think Fitz was the answer, but... Around the league, lots of people were picking Washington at the top of that division. And and why not? Because that defense was extremely good last year. And if you just got a little upgrade at quarterback, which Fitzpatrick felt like he could be in a lot of ways an upgrade, you know, yeah. obviously he's got his downside too, but the guy can can get the ball to multiple options a lot better than anybody they had last year. And he goes down, and I feel like if he would have been in the game – they probably win that game. I mean, I don't. He, before he went down, he was three for six for thirteen yards. It wasn't like he was well, impressive yeah, and passing court. the ball and, and passing the ball around though. Like it's well, uh, that's another guy that yeah. didn't get a lot of run in the the preseason. Yeah, I mean, and, and Antonio Gibson did fumble the ball and have his have his ups and downs. Ninety so. well, yards rushing. Okay, so the, what you can take away from that is all right. Fitz goes down. You got in a backup quarterback. You're not sure how you want to utilize him. You give Gibson 20 carries. Yeah. He's got 20 carries. Maybe he fumbles. Maybe he doesn't. It's a lot of work on him. The running game worked, though. 90 yards. It worked. Like Eddie said, it worked. They had over 100 yards rushing as a team. Um, I think 15 attempts by their backup quarterback. I think he was 11 for 15. Right? Yeah. And he has guys to throw to it. All the guys yards. that caught those 11 made productivity. You know, they, they, had, they had yards. Um, McLaurin, I think, right over 60. Um, Only 259 total yards from Washington, though. Right. Of that, well, that, that's that, that's what I'm that's saying. I, that's no, what I'm saying. I, I think they were a little more. nervous to kind of like yeah. implement the passing game, but the running game was working, I think, if they because the, the passes that he did make, it was productive. They did make yards. It was it was getting so – I mean, it's only 11 attempts. You can't expect that much. To me, the reason you know, why the Chargers attempts. ended up winning the game, 14-19 and 19 on third downs. So they, at the crucial times, were making the plays. Yeah. Herbert didn't wow me. I mean, he put up decent numbers, but he didn't wow me. I think he threw one touchdown, one pick. Right. So, I mean, the numbers weren't blowing you out of the water, but they were efficient enough to continuously put points on the board and the defense played well enough, and you had a backup quarterback in the situation. I think that's what shook Washington from the get-go. The backup quarterback, they didn't give him enough play. He did what he could with his attempts. I mean, 15 attempts yeah, isn't enough to attempts. To break his credit, if he, he looked throws good 30, against Tampa last year when he came in. If you I mean, double his numbers, his attempts, he, he throws 30 passes, he completes 22, 
and you double his number. I mean, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but if I think you they were just having, it, they were having trouble converting on third down, though. They were three of ten, so I mean, maybe it just wasn't he wasn't able to get into yeah. the rhythm and to they get were, his number called. They enough. were two of six in the red zone. They had, they hold the two field goals. They had a fumble in the red and zone that, and an interception that's in the not red zone. Win games either, yeah. Yeah, two, I know. I mean, that's but that's the Washington defense, though. You know, they're going to do what they do, mm-hmm. and they made you know the rookie of the year. You know, look a little bit less than rookie of the year. I mean, he did have 337 yards passing. Yeah. But he man, wasn't impressive. No, yeah, but so they were impressive, sack. continuing to move the ball, yeah. and keep the ball as well. But they did rely on him a lot. I mean, having him throw 47 times, it's yeah. kind of a lot. Yeah, the running game was that goes back solid, to like the, the balance thing, and kind of like mm-hmm. what I've been looking at this entire week is like. Who they overuse and what what team has really found a balance? You know what I mean. Yeah. 30, yeah. 30 passes, forty passes, forty is really pushing it for a rookie, especially. But like you know, you're gonna see that out of Tom Brady, you're gonna see that out of Dak Prescott, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, you're gonna see Agreed. that out of these guys. But like the teams that you want to see, like you know that you're yeah, you unsure about. The young kids, you don't want. You're seeing say, forty-seven hey, passes out of Herbert. They, you know. I don't know. It's it's average really, seven it's a lot to yards ask. Play. It's a lot to ask. They're still learning the game. They're still getting up to speed. They're still figuring out so much coverage, you know. And these guys, these D coordinators, have been in the league for twenty years. Most of them, they're throwing the kitchen sink at these kids. So I agree yeah. with you, Nate. Yeah, everybody wants to throw yeah, for no. two hundred yards to all the receivers, like Patrick Mahomes. I'm sorry, Pumpkin, but Andy Reid's not your head coach. Rarity. Yeah, you know the Chargers definitely did not have a balanced offense. They were definitely pass heavy, relying yeah. on Herbert. Which is kind of, I know he was rookie of the year last year, but I think that's not the road you want to take right now. But that's now. probably how you got to attack the Washington Redskins defense, though. That's that true. front seven is. But only two <laughs> said they had two sacks, yes, granted, but I, I mean, I didn't really see them get to Herbert like, like for 47 attempts. I mean, I didn't really see the Washington defense from last year. I don't know if they lost some pieces no, in the middle or. I, I don't know. It's all still there, but yeah, I hear what you're saying, but. But well, you gotta remember. Well, they couldn't keep the ball well, either. I well, mean, two hundred fifty yeah. well, Chargers... yards offense. You're not yeah. keeping the ball. But I don't the Chargers, know what the time of possession. The Chargers did one, add but... some good offensive line weapons. They picked up the the center from Green Bay. You know, they pick. You know, they added to that. Yeah, Jared already Cook de- tied in, and it, you they know, have right. decent wide receivers with Keenan Allen still hanging in there in his prime, and Mike Williams on the other side, and you know, there's 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 weapons there, and then you got Eckler out of the backfield. It, yeah. it was a it was a it was a grimy grinded out type of game and and the bolts did the thing they needed to do which was keep possession. I'm sure that defense got tired after a while. I mean, if you're oh, converting sure, yeah. 14 of 19 third downs, your defense is on the field for at least five minutes of game time every drive. That's going to wear on you. And then you're punting it right back on you know going three for ten on the other side on third downs. You're punting it right back, and you guys got to go right back out there. That's, yeah, that's absolutely. a lot to hold. Absolutely. Up on. I just. I, I don't know if you guys saw, but like the, the Washington Stadium, like they had that uh, sewage line burst and it was like leaking shit on fans. Like, oh, oh my yeah, that, was, that was a huge story. It was like fifty some odd fans. I had to clear it out. Yeah, Got pink really? guy. Yeah, yeah, probably. But yeah, but like you know, there's jokes going around. Like yo, with with Fitzpatrick going down, like the Washington football team, what's falling down faster, their stadium or their team? Like teams going to shit. <laughs> yeah, it's that's crazy. That All right, terrible. moving on to the Jets Panthers, and you got to you know Darnold's got to have a smile on his face. He gets to get away from that uh, from that mess that was the Jets, who didn't show knew up. He was gonna say that, guys. Uh, you, hey, I'm just saying, Darnold had something to prove. He had a touchdown. He did. He did have his one fumble. But he ran in a touchdown. He threw a touchdown. He was all over the place. They were well balanced for having CMC. The Darnold still throw thirty five times. 
the Panthers did what they needed to, and they kept the Jets quiet. I mean, yes, it's the Jets, and yes, it's the Panthers, so neither one should be hyped up too much, but you got to think Darnold's happy to get out of that mess that is the Jets. He's in a little better situation. I, I'm but, not impressed with that yeah, offense. But, but say, before we, before we even talk about Wilson, you guys say anything about Wilson's numbers. Let's talk about Wilson, well, the Jets' offensive drives. Their drives went a negative 3 yards punted, negative 13 yards punt, 5 yards punt. They drove 42 yards, he throws an interception. Uh, they got another minus three for a punt. That's all in the first half. They only had two successful drives in that game. Yeah. The rest of that was nothing, was negative yards. I said it when we were doing our reviews of the NFC. The The strong point that I see from Carolina is that young, fast defense, and, and it was on display. They made some turnovers. They created havoc, and they made things unsettling window-wise, I feel like. Um, for him so that's that's where the difference was made I mean it was 2.6 yards per carry for them for the Jets it was 4.2 yards per play for the Jets yeah six sacks given up six sacks and 10 QB and hits six tackle McCoy for losses Beckman going down too that, that didn't help I'm not sure I think it was dislocated like knee back then got a dislocated Zach, Zach Wilson knee. had eight passes Terrible swatted here. down by defenders like yeah it was it was the defense. I, it was a defense showing much credit besides McCaffrey. He looked good, 160 total yards. I mean, McCaffrey's I mean, being McCaffrey, yeah, and that's yeah. But yeah. Darnold's yeah. not eleven. No, I, I'm eleven not, I'm not of Sam Darnold's passes were to other players other than Christian McCaffrey, and that's fine. Eleven, and 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 eight of those were to DJ Moore. I wasn't impressed. Nah, Sam yeah. Darnold needs to do a whole lot more to impress me. Overall, the Panthers did a good job. They're playing the Jets. Yeah. The Jets have a lot of yeah. Okay, so let me correct myself. I wasn't saying Agreed. I wasn't saying Darnold had a great game. I'm saying Darnold's happy to be out of the Jets because the Jets to me yeah. are a sure dumpster he's fire. Be, he's glad to be out of the same house that Adam Gase lives in. <laughs> yeah. And anybody else that was ever in the house with him is glad to be away from him as well. Yeah, I mean Sam Darnold, two hundred and seventy nine yards, you know, thirty thirty five to twenty four, you know. I mean, you know, he did he did like he Nick, did good. I wasn't impressed. I wasn't impressed with him. He, he did okay. I mean, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean technically both back, teams back both teams okay. only 20, had twenty four twenty four completions. Nine of them to McCaffrey. Nine. Yeah, I mean, but that's McCaffrey. That's the that's the Panthers game plan. Well, if other running plan. backs can catch passes and it's cool, then he can catch passes and it's cool, Nick. Don't go back on your, your swift commentary. I, listen, but, but he passed it up. Not, he, he hit I'm Taylor. talking about Sam Darnold, though. I'm talking about Sam Darnold. I was talking about in Detroit about the 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 possibilities and, and the things that are there and the things that are working. Well, you were highlighting the Taylor have. catches, too, with the Colts. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not sure. He threw, he threw, Sam Darnold threw for more yards than, than uh, Wilson did. He didn't throw an interception. Mm-hmm. He had he had more yards per play. You know, so he was I only like sacked one time. Back to being more prepared, yeah, so I, think, I feel like. I think overall, Sam Darnold's in a sure. better situation yeah. than he was and more talent. with the Jets. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the Christian McCaffrey had 21 touches, 98 yards. You know, he also had he was also targeted nine times and he caught nine passes. So he's a hundred percent on receiving with eighty nine yards, nine point nine yards a touch. I mean that's he's a yes. PPR machine. That's yeah. great. Yeah. I mean that's that's <laughs> yeah. incredible. Hey, I mean Zach they Wilson, walked away with the win. So Zach first Wilson, round pick. Zach Wilson had some connections with Chris Davis later in the game. I think Zach's gonna be fine. He's gonna throw picks too. Yeah, he's, Corey Davis, two touchdowns. We all we all loose. We all seen in preseason and touched on how Zach Wilson and Corey Davis have been hooking up. I mean, mm-hmm. that's probably only going to yeah. get better. And then if you can get somebody else in the mix, you know, yeah. like I mean, they I were s- missing Jamison Crowder for this game as well, yeah. right? For sure. But I mean, I, I see with the with the rushing, you know, I would I would have liked uh, Carter 
to see more touches. I mean, Coleman, nine. He had the bulk of all of it, 24 yards, 2.7 yards. I mean, yards. They, could, they couldn't get much done. It was it, No, no, I mean, it's apparent with the stats, but I, I'm yeah, saying they, I would have liked yeah. more for Carter than just four touches. That's all. Yeah, but, I mean, but, but either side of the ball, both offenses, they only really showed up for like 15 minutes of that hour. You know what I'm saying? Like there was the rest of it was all defense. It wasn't like there was a great showing yeah, both on either those end of the ball. teams were a combined seven for 28 on third down. Yeah. So the, the offenses were not moving. No. This was not a pretty game yeah. to watch. And it wasn't like Zach watch. Wilson played bad. He's just playing for the Jets, and I don't think that he's going to be able to show anything similar to what Darnold was for the well, past he, four he years. Showed, you don't he, get to show why you're a first-round pick with the Jets. It's going to take I some time, but I think he's going to have his good moments, and tough. I think he's going to have his rough game. It's a tough, and, and that's another, and the Carolina that's another good point good. to put on like the Sam Darnold thing. That's where he was drafted, and now he kind of goes on another team and shows why you know, he was a first-round he didn't play great, but he played enough, and he played against his former team. I think he had an edge yeah, there to begin with. Sure. Um, someone I want to point out, Elijah Moore, rookie, um, got some opportunity, just just didn't get it done. Four four targets, he had negative three yards. Um, I feel like if they can get him involved, I like him a lot. They need to sure. get him more involved, and I think coming into this next week, it's a crucial thing playing the Patriots. Um, they have yeah. a tough game. Yeah. They need That's to they, they need to come in swinging. Yeah, absolutely. No, this, and if they can start the Patriots to zero uh, and two, that'd be great for that division. <laughs> <laughs> How about really? we jump on the Texans and the Jacksonville Jaguars? Good for uh, Tyrod Taylor Woo! to come up with the win. You know, fifty-one uh, passes, twenty-eight for Trevor Lawrence. Three what? touchdowns, three interceptions, three hundred and thirty-two yards for Trevor Lawrence. Fifty-one passes. He completed twenty eight of them. Let's talk about overusing somebody. I'll say. I'll say. Let's That's go. Let's go into right. Nick and his uh, bread and butter for today of talking about which teams are not balancing correctly. Yeah, because yeah. Brady's been stealing the thunder for a while. Hundred percent. I'm just gonna balance <laughs> Eddie. I'm gonna let Eddie take it because he seemed like he had stuff to talk about. I'm just gonna go to Tyrod Taylor because he already talked about Trevor Lawrence. Twenty one to thirty three, two hundred and ninety one yards, two touchdowns, four rushes on forty yards. One of my players of the week. Um, Outstanding performance by Tyrod Taylor. I think he did his job all the way around the field. But Eddie, what, what yeah, else did you have to take away? Yeah, that's a feel good story too, considering what's happened to him the past two years. Tyrod Taylor, hundred percent, past that's NFL career. Thing, <laughs> I feel like Eddie. What, what yeah, you, I mean, it's just you know, I mean, he uh, Trevor Lawrence averaged six point five yards uh, per play. Uh, again, three touchdowns, three interceptions. You know, I mean, I don't know if guys just weren't getting open. You know, but it, it just looked bad. You had some drops out there too that just were, you know, just all over the place. You know, I mean, you're 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 giving the ball, ball uh, you're you're handing off the ball to Lavisca Chenault, trying to make anything work. You know, for nine yards, Carlos Hyde, nine touches, Robinson five touches. It just it didn't. The offensive line didn't look good. You know, I mean, defensively, you would have hoped they would have been able to stay in it a little bit more. But, you know, Mark Ingram, 26 touches, 85 yards, 3.3 yards a touch, and a touchdown. Um, they were definitely trying to run the ball. And, you know, you you just, you, you know, this is just one of them games. Like, I, I picked Jacksonville to win this game just because of how much was added to the Texans. I mean, Tyrod Taylor, you know, Ingram, Phillip Lindsay, uh, uh, Duke Johnson. I mean, Brandon Cook, so many guys. Danny Amendola, so many guys. Clooney from 
uh, Denver. I mean, you just had so many signings from so many different teams. And, and, and you know, we were talking about before Matthew Stafford leaving, with a team being with a team for, you know, double-digit years leaving, coming to a new team, and then, and then balling out. I mean, all these guys came to this team yeah. and had a good week one. I mean, uh, but going into looking at Lawrence, I wanted to look at his three interceptions. Um, his first interception, that was all on him. He, he He's on the run. He threw across his body in between trying to force it into a guy between three defenders and gets picked off easily. And he had an open field in front of him. It was only second and 13. He could have ran for probably six, seven yards before he had to slide. He shouldn't have thrown that ball. That was a bad decision Rookie. on him. The second one, um, they were down 17 to seven. So he looked like he was trying to throw it big and go for the deep ball. His check down was wide open. Another bad decision. He wasn't moving his eyes around the field, which I understand if you want to try to make that comeback. It's your rookie. It's your first game. This is your first loss in a regular season in your life, so you don't want that to happen. So I understand. That's a little, you know, you've got an edge on your shoulder. You're trying to play for who you are, why you're picked number one overall. Um, his third interception, that was just, I, I mean, you can blame it on him. You can blame it on the wide receiver, whoever you want to blame it on. It was a bad communication. He thought his receiver was going to come back. His receiver kept going. The defender just stood there and took it. Um, but I mean, his other throws though they weren't very impressive. He had a lot of throws behind the guy, but that comes down, I think, to to his O line. He was being pushed out of the pocket and moved a lot. He wasn't really, yeah, he never really got to sit. And get- I, I watched a good portion of the game, and a lot of that is what I seen. You know, even in preseason, the offensive line, his very first play was not like it was for many other uh, players that were rookies coming out in the league. His very first play was a fumble. And a sack recovered. I mean, that just that speaks volumes to me on this offensive line. Now there's like all these articles about the head coach and the head coach is starting to rub everybody the wrong way. Yeah, he's definitely getting way too much pub. There's there's just too much going on over in Jacksonville. I mean, you guys talked about it when we were doing the preseason week one and stuff like that. And you guys were saying, I mean, nobody believed he was in a good situation. And, and, you know, we can see he's a talented guy. But to expect anything from this kid this year with that team and this, I don't know if Urban Meyer is going to make it till next year. If he does, you know, he does. But apparently, right now, there's articles coming out left and right. I'm reading that are just really just. I mean, yeah, they're saying he's got his anger issues, but you know, I don't know. He can't stand losing. He's screaming at people, belittling people. He can't even afford. He can't. He can't deal with losing a preseason game. I mean, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how the year plays on. It's a long year, so. Um, but looking at but I say looking at full well-rounded teams, Houston was good. They had Taylor played well. He played dang near perfect, and I mean they dominated on the run. I want to hear Nick's take on kind of Houston because they to me like when he was talking with well-balanced teams, they they were well balanced. You know, forty-one carries in the run game, one hundred sixty yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. So <clears throat> Houston, another thing that stood out to me is not only Tyrod Taylor playing basically out of his mind. I mean the pressure was coming all game. He, the the offensive line isn't perfect there, um, by all means. His opportunity there isn't perfect, by all means. Um, but with 21 completions on two, uh, almost 300 yards and two touchdowns is really good. And then the rushing game was there, though. The rushing game was there. They had that balance, 85 yards from Ingram. Tyrod Taylor rushing for 40 yards of his own. Um, that's over 100 yards rushing there. That balances him out 
Averaging nice. 8.8 yards a throw. I mean, that's incredible. <clears throat> Every right. two throws is a first down. That's great. Right. And then Brandon Cooks, huh? Going for 132 yards receiving. This guy bounced Ooh, around everywhere. I mean, yeah. come on. If the he Patriots, can stay healthy. Brands. I'm surprised that man's got healthy, brain cells left. Him and Tyrod Taylor have already seemed to produce some kind of chemistry that's working. And Tyrod Taylor, like Charlie was saying, he's got a little bit of a story. I mean, he was... He was let go of a few teams. He was traded here. He was traded there. Stabbed with a injured. needle in the lungs over and here. Stat, yeah. <laughs> Broke a leg on Buffalo. And, and yeah. here he is getting the opportunity to show them Got what Houston's about. Got knocked out about. on Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, he but was everywhere. what I like most about Houston is the balance. It goes back to Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence was overused. They didn't allow him to come into his first game of the season and and and, and give him the balance he needed. Yeah, Houston they, did. They, Houston they only rushed sixteen it. times. Jacksonville only rushed sixteen times. Houston balanced the game. And they had four point eight yards this. per carry. Why yeah. were you not running the ball more? Yeah, because it was the, decent. They got to use like that more. This. I look at it like this: because Trevor Lawrence's name is Trevor Lawrence. I don't care. The, but I'm the telling you, that's, they overworked him. Team to team, you take away Lawrence and you take away Tyrod. You take away the quarterback positions. Who's got more talent on that team? Jacksonville. 100%. Yep. There's no reason Jacksonville should have got beat like that. First-year head coach on Houston, too. There's no continuity over there. Yeah, no. They're a hodgepodge team yeah. of, but we've, of we've seen this 13 before. Free agents. journeymen yeah. free agents. But the same thing happened in Jacksonville, too, because they brought in a lot of pieces, too. 11. And, I, and I've said yeah. it a couple of times. I'm never a fan of teams that just bring in a host of free agents. It, it looks splashy, and it looks nice. Oh, we got this from this, this from this. Oh, he contributed there. But you're asking all that to gel, and which team gelled? It was the it was the Houston Texans. It, it's not Jacksonville. There's not stuff. And both that's going. teams, but we've, had see, we've very, seen this from Tyrod high, Taylor before, though. Very very high notability in the uh, news articles because one, you got Deshaun Watson across the board, all kind of stuff coming out of there. Yeah, I mean, Houston, got, Houston kind of flew under the radar because of all that. You didn't really get to hear about what they were doing in practice because of all that. I'm all sure that. they had mics in their face, though. And, and then you got the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Tim Teabag situation, well, and this one, and that one, and then you got the coach. Yeah, this guy not, hired but, a but, yeah, but, but back, but back yeah. to Charlie, they may have had mics in their face, but that's not written about in the Times. You know what I'm saying? No, they're, but they're still talking about Deshaun Watson to get their butt whooped. No, I, no right. I'm agreeing with they're you. Nice. I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying Houston kind of, you know, they they, they didn't have to have as much pressure. I feel yeah. they don't have the number one overall pick. But I mean, you can put that stuff on yourself, and I think that goes back to what y'all were talking about with Urban Meyer and 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 all these things. Like there was probably too much pressure put on them, and maybe it's oh, I agree. I agree. Putting on them. Or it, it's just it just yeah. it does not look good in Jacksonville. I was never huge on Trevor Lawrence. I, the reads were off. He had all field to work with when he was playing at Clemson. He had wide open receivers to play with at Clemson. Yeah. I mean, things came very easily. He's uber talented, like physically built, gifted, all that stuff. I don't got doubts that he's gonna be. A decent quarterback in the league, but I'm not blown away, and I never was about Trevor Lawrence. But it's kind of like a Zach Wilson and the Jets situation. It's just a, you're you're surrounded by a, a battle line and not a very good, well coached team at the moment, so you're not really going to get your chance to shine. 
Ten penalties against okay. the Houston's five is a, is a problem too. They need to clean that up. Ten penalties on eighty-two yards. Not a well. They're not team. that far yeah. behind in yards. Just keeps on going yards back to that too, is a lot. That's a, that's a lot of yards. Yeah. It's a lot of preparation. But, yeah. A lot of just not not well coached. Kansas City. So, so, no, hold on, but I'm so looking at Houston because I'll, I'll take us into the next game. But looking at Houston, Tyrod Taylor, we've seen this before. He played like this pretty well on the Bills and other teams he's played on. He can do it, but can he do it consistently? It's kind of like a Fitzpatrick situation. I don't think anybody's looking at but, the Texans that yeah, went in that No, but, but let's say, no, so going into next week, they face the, the Cleveland Browns, and can they do it against the Cleveland Browns team who just played really well against the Kansas City Chiefs? I mean, if Cleveland only scores seven points in the second half, they might be able to, like they did against the Chiefs. I think if Baker Mayfield throws no touchdown passes and one interception again, yeah. Agreed. <laughs> well, I mean, it comes down. I mean, the Browns. It's a good segue to that yeah. that, that Browns Chiefs game, which very well like the was looking like, like it could be the game of the but week. He needs it to did. It, touchdown it started off good. But yeah, they, their first three drives were straight touchdowns, all before the half. You know, and then they got held to the field goal, or no, they would have been a field goal for that final one, but then they got a penalty, and then Baker Mayfield got sacked before the half, so it was just a you know end of the, end of the half. It could have been four straight scoring drives going into the half, and then that was pretty much the turnaround after that point where Kansas City took over. I mean, Kansas City played a full ball game. They like it. Don't matter what the score is. They just kept playing. They kept chunking along. They do what KC does. You gotta keep scoring. You know, like I said, Kansas City played. You know, Mahomes did what Mahomes does. He made his made his magic happen. Two on seven, two of seven for on third downs in the second half for Cleveland. I mean, you gotta continue to do something. And Baker Mayfield was never a, a, a serious threat to them. He threw for three hundred twenty-one yards, but no touchdowns. He had the late pick. You know, that can happen. He got hit at the same time. That can happen. But with Stefanski called a great game. Oh, absolutely. In the first half. He had that defense totally off balance. And maybe they were missing Odell Beckham. I mean, maybe maybe there was the situation there where you're missing a top flight wide receiver. Um, we've talked about it with other quarterbacks. We talked about it with, you know, shoot, Jared Goff. Maybe you're missing that guy that is dominant that can get open. I don't know what it is, but Baker, and that was my biggest question mark with Cleveland coming in to this year and why I didn't pick them winning the division, was can Baker Mayfield do better than he did last year because I wasn't impressed with what he did last year. The running game, very impressive. Very impressive. But can Baker take his game to the next level and week one, I didn't see it. And uh, he had all the reason to be able to do it because that I don't know because twenty one and twenty eight off balance, no touchdowns. That's the problem. Yeah. Twenty twenty one and twenty eight, just no touchdowns. Yeah, but Baker's good when you're not relied on him. The second you relied on him at the end of the game, the game winning drive, you know he failed. Then you're Should've not my quarterback. You're not my quarterback. And that's why they that's why they haven't behind. put a contract extension it's a tough on him play yet. Play on any quarterback though, but. No, I, I mean this right. is the I mean, Kansas it's not, City it's Chiefs, not. They, bro. They drove that. They it's should the, have kept going. They should have kept going. Baker. This is the Cleveland's Brown teams that people are picking to go to the Super Bowl. Yes. If you can't rely on your quarterback, are you kidding me? Look, this is the this is the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, three hundred and thirty-seven yards, Mahomes. Three hundred and thirty-seven yards, nine point four yards per play. Okay, three touchdowns. Right. I mean, Tariq Hill, 11 receptions, 197 yards, 7.8 yards, uh, 17.9 yards per play, and a touchdown, right? Only one play, the, the biggest one play he had was 75 yards. I mean, he's averaging 17. Travis Kelsey, two touchdowns, six receptions, targeted seven times, 29 yards, right, but it's the right, two right. touchdowns. It's this team is a scoring machine yeah. and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter 
who you are and what your name is above you or what stickers on the helmet yes. if yes. you are not playing a perfect game. You have to play a perfect game. Because, I mean, if you go and you look at Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns had four rushing touchdowns. They rushed for four touchdowns. Obviously, Baker didn't get, you know, a touchdown. He threw for a 321 yards. But they rushed. I mean, that this is what Cleveland is. This is what Cleveland has always been. But, but Charlie, you're a thousand percent right. If you're going to be Cleveland and you're going to win a championship and not just get to the playoffs to win championships, it's got to come from the quarterback. I mean, I picked Pittsburgh to win a division based simply, on the quarterback. <laughs> simply. And we usually simply. do pick teams to win based off of that position. Simply because of the quarterback. 100%. And, and you know, I think, and my game ball of the week goes to Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Tyreek Hill, 197 yards, receiving 11 receptions. Wow. Andy Reid, like Eddie said, you can't take away from the offense. They're a scoring machine. They're going to score. If you're not you know ready gonna for happen. it, they're coming down. They're moving vertical, and it's going to happen. They have the fastest guy in the league at receiver, Travis Kelsey, one of the best tight the best tight end in the league at tight end. And and, and it's it, no secret it's, with those guys. It's, it's no, no it's secret. It's no secret. So when they're, it, even when they're playing from behind like they were, it goes back to Baker Mayfield not having any touchdown passes, and when they needed him to do something, he didn't get it done. It didn't even Mahomes look like they trust him if done. he's only throwing he the ball 28 times. And he got the Yo, touchdown. I well, think the Rams, you have, but you I have think that, the Rams hold on, back to Charlie, hold on, back to Charlie was saying, when you're not trusting Baker Mayfield, and I, and I agree Baker Mayfield's not that great. And only having them throw twenty four, but they have the greatest, probably the best running core, running back core in the league. So letting their running backs do what their I running agree, backs do. But you managed seven points after halftime. You lost the third down battle. But that you lost down, the turnover battle. Yes. Your defense better be. I know top but that notch comes if down, you're going to play that game. But that second half comes you down. Can't run the that ball second half comes down no to defense. the Chiefs doing what is something that they haven't really done in play pro- defense. No, but not play defense. The second yeah. half. Hold on, second half. They had time of possession of like fifteen minutes. They took away a whole quarter. From the Browns, they had like two seven-minute drives in that second half where they just took away. That's that's two of their like four drives in that second half were seven minutes. Mm-hmm. They they took away the the ball and they made the Browns have to rely on Baker, yeah. and that's where they got hurt. Smart. You play to the other team's weakness, which what is do you Baker mean? Mayfield. What do you mean? 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 The Browns scored seven points in two quarters at the end of the game. The I, Kansas they, City Chiefs defense, okay, because in the first quarter. They scored 14 in the second and yep. 8 in the first. The third quarter, they did goose egg. They did not score. Chiefs defense. Fourth quarter, they scored 7 points. Chiefs defense. Chiefs defense, I asked the question, did the Chiefs defense win them that game or did the Browns lose that game? Well, and I'm, I'm agreeing with you. are not scoring. I'm, I know, Eddie, Eddie, I'm agreeing with you. Chiefs defense played great. But it's because the Browns had to rely on Baker Mayfield because the Chiefs controlled... They played a full four quarters, and in that the second half, they dominated the time of possession. Made the so Browns rely. The made the Browns rely the Browns on Baker lost. Mayfield. The Browns uh, lost. If, that's you would, the if you would allow me to finish, yes, that's, that's what I'm answer. trying to say. They made the they Cleveland or the well, Kansas you said City Chiefs. Defense didn't matter. I didn't say that at all. I just said the key to the second half it's was defense. the Chiefs. Time of possession, the which offense. was he's wh- saying. He's saying what what Brady's, Brady's basically saying is the Chiefs in the second half controlled the ball for the majority of the time with longer drives and not those quick strike drives that we all know them for, creating a circumstance that as they were catching up, 
it was putting the pressure on Cleveland to then pass the ball and not run the ball and putting putting it putting the game on Baker Mayfield's shoulders to make plays which he did Correct. not. And then yes, the Kansas City Chiefs defense did played phenomenally and did what they needed to do and won the game for them. Yeah, I mean cuz because if Kansas City's defense does not stop them. So the answer to the question is both. It yes. Was, well, I mean, if the, the Kansas City Chiefs and the fact that Cleveland no, but I mean, if the defense doesn't the stop them and Kansas and Cleveland keeps scoring, then then it doesn't matter how many points Kansas City scores. A hundred percent. Baker Mayfield yeah. was seventeen to twenty-two coming into the half. He he completed four passes after halftime. After halftime. Okay. Yeah. Enough said. Enough said. I so, mean, yeah. but and I get that you're trying to salt the game. Twenty-one away, to twenty-eight. But you played finished. Kansas City before. You know that they can score. This is not right. a surprise. And you throw the ball six times after halftime. It had to be three of them on the last drive. Right. That, but that's what I'm saying. The Chiefs. The Chiefs got the ball. They start off the second half, and they drove down for seven and a half minutes and scored a touchdown. And, that's and they brought the game. And too. they brought the game into 22-17 Cleveland. And they that's brought it to one. Not to and, lose the game and, instead and, of playing. And you to know win what? When you're up. By more than 10 points, that's a two-possession game. Quick. You haven't been doing that well in the second half. Why wouldn't you run the ball? But against the Kansas City Chiefs, you, you got to score. You got to score. You got to play aggressive. If you're the defense playing Kansas City, yeah. just accept it right now. They're going to score on you. Please accept Drop them. two safeties yeah. back. Th- no, that's why I think Todd the Rams. Bowles, you got to drop I, them I, back. I think, I think the Rams, I think the Rams, if, if if the Rams get there, right, they're another team in the NFC, right, yeah. that not not just the Bucks, because you know the Bucks and Tom Brady can hang. But is there another team that can? Bro, I think the Rams. Yeah, we'll, t- Seattle, we'll, touch, we'll, touch, we'll touch on the Rams when I we agree. get to the Scoring. night game. Scoring. We'll touch Scoring. to the Rams when we get to the night game. Arizona we are moving Cardinals. on to the uh, Miami Miami Dolphins New England Patriots game. Yeah, and, Browns blew that. Yeah, Browns blew that game. And so we'll move on to the Miami Dolphins New England Patriots game. Boom, and the Baker. Dolphins did just enough to win that game. <laughs> And put the pressure on Mac Jones, who who looked good, but he looked like a rookie. He had his shine and he had his flops where he's spinning around for a sack and does a dump off, tries to do a dump off pass to the running back and looks like a rookie and makes the mistakes. Waddle looked legit. You know you know who Mac Jones reminds me of? Mac Jones reminds me of my older brother. You know why? Because he's a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, shout out to you, Matt. I I didn't mean no harm, no foul. Shots but fired. What I mean by that is He's kind of a punk and kind of conceited, and I'm not buying it because he's not hes not doing it for me. He looked okay. Um, Miami impressed me. Uh, Miami's got a lot going on as far as cleaning up the whole penalties thing. I know they had a lot What'd of penalties. What did you think about Tua? <sighs> he wasn't Tua impressive, but he wasn't bad. He did enough, and I think that even comes into play with Mac Jones' play. You know, former teammates, former... Former, you know, for, like I said, former teammates, and and now they're playing against each other, and now Tua has a year under his belt. He obviously has he he looked more prepared than than Mac Jones was. Mac Jones kind of got through into it. Mac Jones played well though. I can't I can't really just sit here and go all Tua. Yeah, and he was twenty nine thirty nine for two eighty one and a touchdown. They outgained Miami. Right. They were yeah. eleven of sixteen on right, third down. Right, and Bel- Belichick's going to do that every single time. Time of possession. Was every every no. every single time. This was this was a game where the Belichick. Pats. This was the game where the Pats beat themselves. They were. Eight penalties, 89 yards. Right. You know, they only had 64 all of 2020. They were the least penalized team last oh, the year. Sto- the story of the game was one for four in the red zone. One for four of the red zone with two costly fumbles. Just, just game over right there. Yeah. Two game costly over. fumbles. Because the, the, the Miami defense is good. 
the Miami offense did enough, and a Bill Belichick coach team does not go one for four in the red zone. So that's that's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem. And that's exactly why that's the only difference in the game that was Miami's. Yeah, no, and Parker and Waddle both looked really good. Parker um, looked real good. I was there was there was a big old goose egg. Nothing from Jacecki. He was what targeted one time, didn't yeah. catch it. Nothing. It was surprising he was quiet, but I bet they yeah. focused on him because I I would have thought coming into the game that that would be the guy to have relied on. So yeah. I think it was smart that they took him away. And and Patriot defense top notch. So I mean, well I mean, and Dolphins the, the Dolphins defense is almost there. They had nine QB hits, and if they can just turn like some of those into QB sacks and. You're looking like a pretty, you know, pretty solid defense, and you can just get your offense to do a little bit more, get a little bit more out of Tua. And you're, I mean, Miami's, you know, they're not, they don't have much room to. Yeah, the Patriots. They have room to improve, but it's not very hard for them to. Miami took it away from them. Yeah. No, it was a defensive. Both the running backs coughed it up. I was disappointed to see both of them cough it up, and I know Bill Belichick was about to pull his hair out, and if he would have had. A third running back like a, a <laughs> Sony, Sony Michelle, Michelle <laughs> he would have been in the game as soon as those things occurred, and it was just and it was the timeliness of the Harris one because they were going into score, but again, one for four in the red zone is not going to win you games. You're three touchdowns, three touchdowns scored in this all. game. Three touchdowns scored in this game in the second half. Seven in the third quarter by the Dolphins, three by the Patriots. Fourth quarter, none by the Dolphins, and three by the Patriots. I mean, coming down the back half of this game, the back stretch, it was definitely, definitely defensive game. I mean, you know, they weren't they weren't scoring a lot. There wasn't there wasn't many touchdowns even scored in this game. No, you know, I mean, it, but that's it, that's it's kind of Patriot and that's Patriot and Miami football. I mean, Flores yeah. is a Flores Flores is a Belichick heir. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just you know it's just the football they play, which is defensively. Don't have to rely on your quarterback, which is kind. Of, it's good football. It succeeds most of the time, you know. And it was a good battle today. And the, the Miami just came out. They came out in the first half. Their first drive was a touchdown. Second half, their first drive was a touchdown, and that was all they needed to do. Everything else was just coast. No, okay. Miami. Miami deserved the win. They they earned the win. No doubt. No doubt about. It. I'm not. I'm not saying the Patriots lost the game. Um, they were at home. They were expected to win for sure. Um. I think most of America expected the Patriots to win, although they expected a good game, and we got the opposite, which was a good game that went in Miami's favor. Yep. Okay, I, I just want to touch on on a couple of on a couple of players. Um, as far as I'll go rushing first, rushing wise, as far as the Patriots go, I mean Harris had over. He I think eating. he had just at a hundred yards mm-hmm. rushing. Good. Um. Miami's wasn't really there, and and to take to it into Mac Jones and and to say the balance like the balance was there for Mac Jones, you know what I'm saying? Not so much for Tua, but a guy I wanted to look at on Miami is Devontae but Tua Parker. Made plays. He ran for a touchdown and he hit a touchdown pass. Sure, he was more instrumental in Miami moving the ball than Mac Jones was for the Patriots. Mac Jones relied on that running game and then play action passes. Tua didn't have a running game. That was all Tua, right. both of those touchdown drives. Right, exactly. Yeah. That, well, that's what goes into the balance if maybe he had a little bit more. It, mm-hmm. He yeah. did do a good job at balancing it out himself. But I mean, I like Tua. I, just, I, did, I don't want to see him become a situation like Baker Mayfield in Cleveland where they're, once well, they rely on him, he's well, not. Let, let, I think look, they see more in him. Let me tell you about this Baker guy. That, I, and I can agree with that. I'm just saying I can I can see that happening, and I don't want that out. Like, I want them to shine and still do Flores, Patriot, Miami Dolphins way, yeah. and not have to rely on Tua because I think that's how you make I think that's how you make Tua succeed. Well, a, a guy's name that nobody wants to hear, nobody really talks about him anymore because he really hasn't done what he was kind of expected to do. But Devontae Parker, I think if Tua can get him a little bit more involved, 
I think he has a guy there. I mean, he had 81 yards receiving on four catches. Yeah, they were averaged averaged 23 well, yards a catch on, on a 30-yard yeah. long ball. I think Devontae Parker looked good in this game. Yeah, no, Parker, actually, and no, watch, Parker, looked, Parker and Waddle great. Parker and Waddle both looked good. Real he was good. getting separation. I was watching his tape. He he looked good. I think if Tua can get him more involved as far as the offensive line goes and get into yeah. a balance on the run game. Like the, the problem has for to the, have the Miami more receivers is not talent. It's staying on the field. Fuller, Parker, Waddle is 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 new, but Fuller and Parker they don't right. make it through the right. whole season. Right, and then even t- that's what I'm saying. Guys. Waddle Waddle has the. I said this in in uh, two two episodes ago. I'm not bought on Waddle. I think he's a busted season, but um, I he's will gonna say plays, I do think if he continues to do what he showed this week. That he can be a guy that they can rely on, but I think if Devontae Parker can get it done, that's just another weapon in Waddle that they can add to the yeah, arsenal. Waddle's not going to be they, a one, right? And Devontae Parker needs to prove prove that uh, he's got to be on the field, prove them yeah. wrong, and prove them for the why. Patriots. I was I was very surprised that uh, <clears throat> Ramondre Stevenson didn't get to touch the ball, but one time, considering he had he a fumbled. superstar preseason, he fumbled. That's game over. That's it. You just one touch. When you fumble, you're not going back in for Bill Belichick. That's you it. Know that. that's, you know that's that. That's you, you saw it. You saw it with Ronald Jones he, he and gave, he and gave the, the trust to the rookie to let Sony go, which was impressive to me. But as soon as you put the ball on the ground, bam, you're Did done. Did he really? You're he done. had a fumble. Yeah. Well, and that's so then he had Stevenson, two right? Yeah. Stevenson, one attempt, two yards, and a yeah. fumble. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as he put the ball on the ground, he was not going to come. And then back Harris the had that late game fumble that cost the game. Or Harris wouldn't have been back in the game either, especially in the red zone. Harris wouldn't have seen the ball again. Wait, so he got nine yards on a fumble. Hmm. So he got nine yards on a fumble. Stevenson. Yeah. Two yards. Well, one rushing attempt, two yards. He might have caught. It said he averaged nine yards. Uh, Stevenson had one catch for nine yards. There you go. He had a catch. Oh, he had a but catch, his, too. his only rush attempt was for two yards and a fumble. It says nine yards. It says well, he rushed and he gained nine yards. Okay. Well, he fumbled, and that's why he yeah. didn't get any more yards. Right. Well, that's what I was saying. He fumbled on the touch because it says he only got one touch, not two. It didn't matter if it was two touches. He just fumbled. He and fumbled, and Belichick gonna, took I, him out. He's never going to get touched again. <laughs> not not probably. It'll probably take a – It's going to take a couple of weeks for him yeah, to get Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right, so moving on Unless it's to – to the upset, the craziness of the week, and that's the Packers getting blown out by the Saints Oof. down there playing in Jacksonville in the heat, and nobody wanted to believe me when I said the heat was going to play a factor and Green Bay was going to not look so pretty and that the Aaron Rodgers situation was going to boil down. And and the Saints played well. They blanketed Devontae Adams. They forced Aaron Rodgers to move around and look for other th- options, and they weren't there, mm-hmm. and they and they they completely stuffed Aaron Rodgers. The man had a super surprised. The man had a had a 36.8 QBR. You get like 38 for just playing. I mean, <laughs> I'm not like I'm not like, I hate to say it, but that was probably like the one of the worst games in NFL history f- for a quarterback. 130, 133 yards and two INTs out of your returning reigning MVP. MVP. Uh yeah. If if you But th- I say I, I I'm a firm believer and I I said this in the preseason that Green Bay offense is fragile, man. Uh, yeah, and we they both are agree. Very we fragile, both and Sean Payton knew what to do. If you that, throw, if you throw all fifteen attempts uh, that Aaron Rodgers threw into the dirt, it's a thirty-nine point six <laughs> QBR rating. Yeah, yeah. So his rating, his rating yeah. was thirty-two. Yeah. So okay. I got so, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That that's the worst. But but. 
in 11 years, 13, 11 years, yeah. 13, 13 years as a quarterback, that's his worst game ever. And it's the first week of the season. It's like, like you said, yeah, it's a little yeah. fragile. I'm not offense. Saying he's no, done, I mean, but, but it, it goes, Rogers. I think a lot of it goes into that off season where he was, Hey, I might retire. You know, Hey, you drafted my quarter, my replacement last year. You don't want to give me a contract past 2021. I might just retire and let hey, you were, you drafted him. Let him play then kind of situation. Like he wasn't working out. He wasn't t- studying game film. He wasn't hooking up with Devonte Adams playing catch. Maybe he wasn't all in. You know, I mean, they were one for ten on third down. Their defense did zero sacks, zero tackle for losses, only mm-hmm. touched the QB three times, only broke up one pass. Yeah, you can't find a good stat for them. No, I mean, I want to know. My <laughs> question, my question for you guys is, why are you paying Aaron Jones the money you're paying Aaron Jones with like top two, top three running back in the league money, and he only touches the ball what five five rushes and two catches? That's kind of what he does, though. We talked about it. He doesn't play the whole game. He's always been a split carry, but a big production dude. And that's when that offense is humming. And if Devontae Adams is not catching 17 balls, the Packers are not humming. I'm just going to be the one to throw this in there because I know it's probably going to be a thing somewhere. But does anybody maybe think that Aaron Rodgers kind of maybe went out there and threw two interceptions on purpose? Pull the pull a Paul crew in the longest yard, trying to get uh, traded. No oh, way. I mean, <laughs> I don't think so. No. He looked no, I mean, pretty you, adamant no, about at no, playing. At no point in time wow. would I have thought that. No, I mean you can make the jokes it's, about it. I don't think it's it was legitimate. a joke ultimately. But I yeah. mean, honestly, he played bad. To yeah. touch on Aaron Jones, though, I mean, he's six, never thrown an interception in the red zone. Only six he combined the entire game targets, whether it be handoff. Or uh, passes thrown his way six. That's yeah. yeah you got to get your man. I mean, he was paying that much he was outplayed by both of his backups, Dylan and Hill. Dylan was four for nineteen, and Hill was five for fourteen. Like, yeah. why are you paying him running back? The Saints didn't on, kill them on offense. Averaging one point no. eight yards no. a no. touch. Jameis Winston had five touchdowns and played probably the best game, on one of the best games. Fourteen passes on one hundred and forty-eight yards. One hundred and forty-eight yards. Jameis Winston has five touchdowns, but that just means that they played a great game. If you take away that 155-yard pass to Harris, that's 13 of 19 for 97 yards. 97 yards. If and you take away that one, four that one pass. If you take yeah. that, if you take and that so, away. And so I want to focus on that. I want to focus on that touchdown because it was against the cornerback King who gave up touch deep touchdown Kevin, passes. He, he was the one getting burned last he got, year. He too. got burnt by Mike Evans. He what got burnt by Scotty Miller. Yo, is this a rookie five why touchdowns, is he, why 148 is he kept, yards? Is, that a, is this a record? For most touchdowns with the least, least amount, amount of yards, yards. Is, is this a stat? Could this be a new I next year so, stat? I feel like Russell Wilson does it like every week, though. Like he just doesn't <laughs> on four hundred and eighty-eight yards. yards. And he has oh, five man. touchdowns on four hundred eighty-eight yards, though. Four hundred and forty-eight. I mean, one hundred and forty-eight. No, I'm saying he said Russell Wilson does this every week. I said yeah on four hundred eighty-eight yards. Though. He had two fifty <laughs> and four touchdowns this week. Yeah, right now, it was not, not literally, yeah. but but it's just absurd to see five touchdown passes. On a hundred and fifty, on under a hundred and fifty yards. Yeah, no, oh, I mean, ha- I gotta say, hats off to Sean Payton. I, I mean, I kind of hats called, off to Winston. I, well, I mean, I got, I kind of called it. You, he didn't like. He, Winston had what one pass go you longer did. than he ten yards. He put the right game plan in. He had one pass that went past ten yards. Everything else, when that was a fifty-five yard touchdown, everything else was just, hey, take this, take this, and run. Take this and run. We're gonna beat you where we beat you in the trenches. Alvin Kamara looked like Alvin Kamara. He was dominant. Whatever he touched the ball, one hundred seventy-one yards rushing. What about team? Um, yeah. Uh, they had two sacks and an interception, but Marshawn Lattimore 
for a little injury report. He Superior has, coaching. He, 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 hurt, he hurt his thumb. He, it requires surgery. Uh, he's week to week. He right just now. signed a sixty million dollar deal. He's, he's, two teams. And he's considered with, with that injury though. He was still stuffing Aaron Rodgers on, on fourth down and but shoving it's required that ball away from surgery. Adam. After this game, he had a big. Uh, Their interview. offense is not dynamic. No, that's it's what I said. Really not. And I told you the key. I told you guys last week the key to beating uh, Green Bay was stop was. Focusing on Devontae Adams and forcing Rodgers to move along his progression, and once you get once you shut down Adams, the Green Bay's offense isn't really there. Yeah, that's his go-to guy. See, that's I the guy Green he Bay. trusts every single play. I had Green Bay in the in the Super without Bowl. Without Drew Brees, a couple episodes ago, I've plus, been high plus on plus Green MVP Bay. for Rodgers. Without Drew, but that's kind of what brings me to the Rodgers. Without Drew Brees, the... the Saints didn't miss a beat. The Saints have superior coaching. I mean, if you're going to stick it to a team, I guess you that's you a could good argue way to do you it, could but... argue top three coach in the league yeah. for sure, without a doubt. I mean, this, you got to remember the Saints did it again, did it last year against the Bucks and went out, beat them what like thirty eight to six that first always game. Do, like, though, that's yeah. always a they always come out game. swinging, and if always. they can, Sean Payton is a is an offensive of genius. Yeah, he, he can put together some. I mean, they were a perfect for whatever four for they four got. in the red zone. They won the turnover battle three I th- to nothing. I think teams to come though expose the Saints and Jameis Winston, uh, can, uh, uh, such as the Bucks. Yeah, I mean a team, a team. No, with a that's good, not long term sustainable. No. I mean that, a, te- a team with a good out, front that's... seven that can stand there, quiet Camara, and yeah. force Winston to make decisions is going to beat the Saints. Yeah. He did throw a pick. That ended up getting called back because of a penalty that Which, shouldn't have been right, a penalty. Right, he threw a couple of clean hit. But if well, you also, he did a couple yeah. of Jameis Winston throws, and yeah, I could, and it. I can also tell you that 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 pick hit the ground too. It's all how you look at it, and you know it's the way of the game. It wouldn't have mattered anyway. You look at it, that pick didn't matter. They got blown no, out no, well no, no, before no. that pick. No, but he again, he didn't put up uh, gaudy passing attempts. If they can get away and 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 yeah, I mean and he did harness. have that he had that one to the tight end that was a little sketchy but the tight end you know he does I thought what that he does was a good pass it w- he threw it where only that tight end could he catch. did he, I thought but that was a great he pass. did it was a great pass but again it was, it was on the run which he's not good at and like actually no I lie he's actually one of the best quarterbacks on the run surprisingly I don't know how because that man scrambling that man can't run to too. save his life he does not look natural runner but <laughs> yeah. All right, so moving uh, he played, on. He played a good game. Yeah, so that was a crazy game, and, you know, the Saints showed up, and Sean Payton's a miracle worker, but we can move on to the game I'm sure Eddie doesn't want to talk about, and that's the Broncos beating up on the Giants. I don't think Eddie should be that mad about that game, though. Frustrated that it didn't turn out in the Giants' favor, but to me, it was a lot closer than what the score ind- indicated at the end of the game for me. Yeah, I mean, their their second score came on just like a last second. Let's prove we can go out there and score again, kind of thing. Because it was the the, the they last to touchdown. Improve. Barkley first came back off an of injury. He didn't play at all in the preseason, and it showed because sixty yards rushing compared to one hundred sixty five on Denver's side. That's a big deal. So time of possession also ended up favoring Denver. And Teddy da- Bridgewater. Daniel Jones led the team in rushing. It's not okay. It's not. It's, it's not, not okay. Twenty seven yards it. rushing. From Daniel Jones, twenty six from Barkley. from Barkley on ten attempts. It's just yeah. not okay. Well, and the and then the Giants goes didn't to the use... offensive line, and I really don't have much to say about it. So I'm gonna just chime in right now because I know Eddie's gonna harp on it. But the offensive line is where they need the help, and if yeah. they don't get it, I'm sorry, I'm not high on Daniel Jones. He's gonna suffer and he's gonna struggle all year long. Yeah, but I mean, touching on the wide receivers though for the Giants, they didn't really use anything of that offseason they went out and got. Galladay was targeted like four times. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, you're, the, the returning wide receivers, Slayton and or, uh, Slay and – is it Slayton? Sorry. Yeah, Slayton. yeah, Slayton and Slay. 
They they looked good. You talk about Shepard. Yeah, Shepard yeah, yeah. Shepard. Shepard had a good game. Shepard, right. they but Shepard has a good game three times a year. He always does. Yeah. But the, the returning wide receivers looked good, but the guys the the fresh faces they brought in were basically a no show. Yeah. You know, this this game, we lost this game at the half. Uh, at the end of the second quarter, we lost this game. They ended up going up a score. Um yeah, and they end up hurt. scoring um the first half. Teddy Bridgewater was 19 to 22 for 171 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Javante William, five touches, 48 yards, 2.8 yards a touch. And Jerry Judy, um, five catches, 52 yards and 10.4 yards uh, per play. If he went down, if he would have went down in at, at the half, if you, you know, if he if he would have played the second half, mm-hmm. it you know it would have been a different game. I I, I feel like. The defense was playing good enough at the end of the second quarter, right? Because these these stats aren't crazy, well, they right? Held, but they this is the Denver end of the second two quarter. Two of five in the red zone, though. By the, the end yeah. of the game, two of five is not. These stats are at the second quarter. Ball, yeah, right? but they, the but they the couldn't slow quarter. Denver. That was the problem. They couldn't yeah. slow. Denver kept going, and they were always in the position of scoring. They so, couldn't stop them. So at the end of the second quarter, with these stats, they score again and go up, and then we come back out. And we're still in the game. We still have the potential, you know, because like you guys were saying, that last that last score in the fourth, the problem was letting up big plays. The problem was on third downs. You know, I mean, it it, it just we we just didn't show up. And we your fourth downs too. I mean, come on, when you have Logan Ryan leading the team in tackles as a free safety, sure. that's a problem. What does that tell me? That tells me the second round draft pick rookie. Uh, is out on the field, but he's not producing. You know, it, it's telling me that, you know, where's Lorenzo Carter? Because he was supposed to have, you know, I, I heard the defensive coordinator talking about how proud he was of him. He didn't even stand up. You didn't even hear nothing out of, out of the defensive uh, uh, yeah, the defensive seven. ends. We weren't getting any pressure, you know? I mean, the offensive line was, was, was holding us, but we were still in the game. And then, you know, third quarter... You know, they they just that's that's basically it. You know, basically at 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 the end of the third, you know, they go up by two, and then you know it just starts to slip away. I think we I think we score one more time, and then that's it. You know, Von Miller had two sacks. I I mean, it, you know, the hey, run game was just terrible. Von Miller's coming back once another paycheck. How do you not? Contract. How do you not poke at the offensive line? How do I poke? How do I not poke at the Giants? Whether it's Joe Judge or whether it's Gettleman, whatever finger you want to point at, why we didn't draft an offensive lineman and chose to get Kadarius Tony um, in, in the first round after we after we trade back, we get Kadarius Tony and he ends up getting us what? 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 I mean, negative we, two yards on the day. Yeah, I mean, and and we didn't even go back. We didn't even go at him again. You know, we went two times. Two targets. Like I said, he was part of that new face wide receiver. Put that you guys on sixty-four yards. Um, I think you you will get more production out of Tony next week. I know it's it's hard as a Giants fan to see what you guys did. Um, I think it all comes down to Barkley. You're going you're going to the receivers. You're going. He has plenty of options now. Shepard showed up. Slayton showed up. Galladay did Slayton show up. Had he had drops. sixty-four yards. Denver has a good team. 
Yeah, yeah Denver, 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 really Denver looked the like the team and, that we were talking and, yeah, about in yeah, preseason that, uh, of being well-rounded yeah, across the board. Line is going to see uh, Washington next know, yeah, week. That's but, a really yeah, good offense. But so line. Bridge, Bridgewater did what he what he did. He earned. He showed you why he earned that starting job. He came out there and he played near perfect ball. He was absolutely. Daniel Jones didn't play bad football. Twenty-two at thirty-seven, two hundred sixty-seven yards, turnover, and a touchdown. A turnover, which led to points. Okay, but he had a fumble because he leads the team in rushing. He no, shouldn't have to. He, no, he had a fumble because he didn't slide. He should have slid right there. Okay, I understand that. He had that. the first attempt. But it was a rushing attempt. He has six attempts, and Barkley only has ten. Barkley needs to double those numbers, and they need to double his they rushing. Gotta, they got to work Barkley back in. Though. Yeah, I, I thought and, the and Giants were going to start slow. That'll clear up and they're Daniel get Jones's head. He has, he has receivers getting production. But Eddie's Eddie. right. I mean, he has you got Shepherd, a problem fumbling Slayton, the ball. and Galladay you slide. all over you 60 yards. You got production from receivers, and if you can get Tony involved, which he didn't this this week, he only had two attempts. But if you can get him involved, that's four solid receivers that Daniel Jones is actually making production towards. So you guys need to clean up Barkley in the rushing game. I would have liked, liked to see Brightwell get some handoffs and maybe some more passes. He only got um, on the whole day. He got he got one target. I really like this kid out of Arizona. But if you don't give him a shot, then we're never going to know what we're going to get. You only gave Booker the ball four times. You know, I mean, I feel I feel like most of the game we weren't in position to goes, run the ball. Goes back to the balance and overworking, like I was talking about. Teddy Bridgewater got a nice, well balanced game. Melvin Gordon rushing over a hundred yards. He had the run balance. He had the pass balance. He was doing his job. Samuel Jones did his job, say, but he didn't yeah. have the balance. It goes to a balanced team. Was he overworked? Yeah. Not necessarily Daniel Jones, but he he was doing too much, and he had to fight for the line. I think, I think Denver had more chemistry coming into this week than the Giants did, and I think it showed. They played 3-0 and preseason football, lots of positional battles, especially at the quarterback position. Daniel Jones didn't get a peek in the preseason until the third game. No Saquon Barkley. The receivers all no missed Galladay. a lot of camp. You know, no so Ingram. The, I don't worry about the Giants. I think the Kyle Giants Rudolph are going to get better. Drops, was it the Broncos? The Broncos looked good. They looked like the preseason game, like it's like the preseason team that we talked about. Like I said, that you know Bridgewater. You know, he, they, or Nick was talking about the balanced game. the The run game really wasn't there. Bridgewater did a lot of that on his own with a good coaching team because yes. Uh, Melvin Gordon had 101 yards, yeah, 70 but 70 yards. was a 170 yeah. yard. So he right. was really 10 and the of Giants 30. The Giants were going up against the top five. D. I mean, me and you did our list. They were both in the top five. Yes, they couldn't have been too far out of y'all's list of the top yeah. 10 in defenses. So you weren't playing a slouch team. And no, you not still, at all. They had a, they had a hard go in the up, first game. Put up a fight. I mean, that was that was a no, tough yeah, no, tough not, game I'm, for the Giants to balance win. Balance no, it out a little bit more. Clean out the run game. I think you guys can get it done. I was Your surprised. receiver shows a little bit of promise. You guys got yards. You guys got a couple of drops here and there, a couple of mistakes. Again, it but wasn't I, as bad I as I was surprised I didn't hear anything out of Patrick Sertan. I didn't he hear was absent. anything. He was absent. He didn't play? He was absent. I, I think he played no, three I snaps. I didn't, I didn't see really? him not play. Three snaps, I think? No, I, I, didn't. I, was, I didn't even look at Sertan. He, has no, he didn't have a tackle. He didn't have well, a, nothing. speaks to the volume of the secondary. They, yeah, they I mean, they have well, starters. They have veterans that are they're just Von playing Von Miller making beforehand. his return. Sutton was Unfortunately, making plays. Ronald Darby is there. Simmons was balling they're, out. They yep. trust these guys a little bit more right now in the current situation, and they won the game. So I, I mean, two, but, two of our three offensive linemen who were starters, we just traded for 15 minutes ago, the center and, and a guard. Guard, and then you're kicking out the 
center that was the starter to guard. He says he likes guard better. I don't know. We'll see. Nate Soldier again. I don't care how many days he has off to do push-ups and sit-ups. The guy just needs to fucking retire because it's ridiculous at this point. I mean, he was getting beat left and right. You know, actually, Andrew Thomas did look okay. You know, he was kicking out because I I know that a lot of people were talking about that was his issue. He wasn't getting his feet out. He was so worried about getting beat inside. He was getting destroyed outside on all preseason games. Well, that's positive. So, so, yeah, I've seen that positive. I noticed that too in the preseason that he was getting – he was he he was seeming like he was protecting that inside move when he had help there the whole time and he was getting beat off the edge so that's that's good to hear. I would like to see from the Giants. I would like to see some more Brightwell, the rookie out of Arizona. I would like to see the offensive linemen start to gel and and have some sort of camaraderie together. I know we're not going to see that in week two, but we better try to find that quick because we're playing Washington next week. And also again the same problem with the defense last year that we have this year. It doesn't matter who's in the second because we're not getting any pressure on the edges and if we can't get any pressure on the edges no matter who the number or no matter what college they came from or whoever you want to say is on the end whether it's Carter or this one or that one if we're not getting pressure the Giants are going to have a hell of a year trying to scrape out of this bucket any any team any team yeah you make a great one and the Giants had a rough go in that first game they had to go against a good team a good well-rounded team of the Denver Broncos. Arguably after week one, last in the division. Giants are dead last in but the it, league, I'd say. No, I'd no. Say I, I put Washington under them after no, week one. No, performance, given... performance-wise, performance-wise, maybe Washington, but I, th- I, I don't... I mean, I don't, I don't think it's a great disparity, but given what happened to Washington, they fall under... It's week book. one. It's week it's one. It's week one. We'll see where everything goes. All right, so let's look at the Sunday night game of the Chicago Bears at the Los Angeles Rams where the Bears came out real rocky, couldn't get anything going to start the game, and then but the Rams were just heavy hitting, and the Bears couldn't do anything to make any magic happen to keep the game close, I feel. Well, the Bears threw shots right out the gate. They got the kickoff return for like 40 yards, and then the very next play, Montgomery broke a 30-yard run, but then they turned it they, over. They had an the interception. Zone. Then the next next the next uh, drive, they turned it over on downs. The next drive, they fumbled it, and the next drive, they punted it. So they tried to make something happen, but things just kept falling apart. And it kind of goes to their O line. They they have they've between off season and and this week one, they've gone through three left tackles. They've now moved their backup right tackle to start at left tackle. So I mean that offensive line for Chicago is gonna is hold, I think holding them back a little bit. They're Mont- running the ball well. Montgomery was sixteen of one hundred and eight yards for a touchdown. Six, Montgomery seven, eight yards so, okay. a carry okay. for Montgomery. I just want to touch on Montgomery. Okay. The numbers speak for themselves. I got him as one of my players of the week. 16 on 108 and a touchdown, like Charlie just said. One reception on 10 yards. Um, I watched that game. I'm sure a lot of people did. First Sunday night game of football. Montgomery looked great. I mean, the way he was running the ball. He he was bouncing off of tackles, getting in open space. I loved Montgomery in week one. One of my players of the week dropping that. Right now, um, yeah, no, I like Chicago. Phenomenal. The, I like Chicago. The difference, the difference in the I game. I think the to only was... thing Chicago's missing, and I'm gonna say it like I said it last yeah. week, is they they need to take the red rocket out and and they need to let Fields <laughs> expand the field. Four point four yards a pass for Andy Dalton I, compared I think to eleven point six for Matthew Stafford, which led the league. Last yeah, week. I mean Stafford was dominant, and that's hard to say. But I think with the Bears, I I, I like Justin Fields, but I don't think him coming in. Is going to be that much of improvement because of Nagy. He's he, he made a questionable decision in the um, fourth quarter 
you know, early in the fourth quarter. They're only down by 13. It's kind of a similar situation yeah, to Minnesota. Yeah, they were in the game. I say they were, it's kind of a similar situation to Minnesota where they were down by 13. They're on the Rams 30. They go for it on fourth down instead of kicking a field goal and being down by 10 instead of being down by 13. I understand it's still a two-score game. 0-4 on fourth down for the Bears. Yeah, 0-4 on fourth down. So, like, you're you 0-2 at that point. You yeah. tried it again you're later on. Off the off the scoreboard. You so tried I it again on your next there. possession. So. It was 7-13 to 13 at half, though. Yeah. This is very – why did you not come back out – and give more carries to Montgomery. 16 at 6.8 a clip. Yep. The guy was clearly your best option, and you're down six points at halftime. That's big-time coaching mistake to me. I mean, the, the Rams' defense is legit. They're right. legit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I can see right why you yep. start a veteran starter in that game. We talked about it off, you know, off mic and stuff like that a couple of times. Why are they not starting fields? Why are they going Dalton? I can get it because in that atmosphere – I can get you wanted to do the veteran presence. And they did try to work Fields in, and he made a couple of plays. He scored a touchdown. They worked I wanted in to the see him out there, scenarios. too. But you can tell it's not going to be long before Fields hits the, hits, hits the field. It's coming soon. And not to say that Andy Dalton played bad, because he really didn't play bad ball. But when there was, they got there was there, plays though. that I, I was, was watching. Robinson, Clement. Well, you could see the plays that you 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 know in your head you put Justin Fields on 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 the field in that play, and you just feel like he can make a better better play on the belt ball, like a better second decision, whatever it is. But my back to my players of the week, I had Tyrod Taylor as one. I had David Montgomery, who I just touched on, and Matthew Stafford is my third one of the week. Um, twenty to twenty six, three hundred twenty in twenty one yards, three touchdowns and zero interceptions. He looks like a guy he that just hit the lottery and in jumped in a Rolls nicely. Royce. And he's like, this he thing said, is comfortable, man. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. thing he is said, really welcome to co- yeah. nice. Yeah, and and I mean, he couldn't look better. He threw a beautiful deep ball. I've always liked stat. You want to hear a crazy stat? Eight and sixty five at Detroit. Yeah. Eight and sixty five. But he also has thrown for 4,000 yards in seven-plus seasons. Well, in retrospect, I'm sure Jared Goff sees exactly how good he had it over in <laughs> in, in But I think Matthew Stafford is going to take him to the next level. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, that's why they went out and got him. That's why they gave up Goff and first-round picks for him. Again, looking at it, uh, just to revisit it real quick, I see why you give up future picks to get and to win now again i question san francisco's motives and what they did yeah giving up the picks to go get trey lance it's still uh, i I mean that's that's a different quarterback stafford's proven that's a different situation because stafford's proven yeah and he was who we thought he was that that made a good qb that made your team better and it was clear to see because you knew what you're going to get out of their defense you knew all the playmakers they had the thing that still stuck out to me only average 2.3 on the ground that's gonna have to change. They're gonna have to figure it out. They got all yeah, the rushing I mean, yards. Lots in the of cam makers. Lots of cam makers hurts. The, you got they got some learning to do if there. They're gonna running. go to the Super Bowl, they're gonna have to be able to run the yeah, ball. But I mean that defense can hold them into any game. I mean sure. you're talking seven pass breakups, you know, by your by your receivers when the when the other team's constantly throwing it because they're playing catch up. That's pretty good. Sure, but they they only held the ball for twenty twenty four minutes worth of time of possession. You I thought it was interesting. If, you score, if yeah. you score, you don't need to. It's like the Chiefs. Agreed, I thought it was interesting to see. You will run into tougher defense. You will. You will run into offenses that can score. And if you can't run the ball and run out the clock in the game, you're not. That's that's not going to work on you're, every team. You're right. And Sean McVay, I think, is a smart enough coach to change his game. I plan. thought it was super interesting in both of these games. I mean, in bo- on both of these teams to watch the Browns and the Ram. I mean, the um Bears. the Bears and the Rams. 
um, have two of the elite defenders in the league. And in this game, they were both obsolete. They did nothing in this game. They did not, you know, get any pressures. or. Uh, Darnold do, had a sack do, and a QB hit. A, a sack. And a, You're and a talking about a guy lost. from a double-digit sack. I, I, I a just, guy who's constantly double-teamed, who pushes over no two. Five. Yeah, it's no Chandler it's Jones. It's no Chandler Jones. Oh, well, but, but Aaron, you know, Aaron Donald well. is constantly being double-teamed. So he has to push over Khalil two Mack guys. Khalil Two Mack guys just to get to the quarterback. Into the yeah, game. Khalil if, Mack if, was... if, 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 I, I would agree with Eddie as far as Khalil Mack goes. Aaron Donald, but but that goes back to what I said last week. Aaron Donald, they got Joseph Day, and they got Ashawn Johnson right there, right next to him, who are making the plays for Aaron Donald. The kid, he gets double the kid teamed, and they the make edge. the plays Hollins, for him. Yeah. But two, I agree with Eddie. They really didn't have much of an impact on the game. Jalen Ramsey cleaned that up for him. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Jalen Ramsey in this, he had a in this game. game, he was the one flying all over the all place. over the field, sideline to sideline, two tackle for losses. Yeah, that's, that's pretty big that, for Ramsey. I mean, you yeah. know, on the pass, he was running people down from behind. He played lights out he was everywhere if you want to talk about trading up the house uh, for quarterbacks and things like that if you can hit on a db such as jalen ramsey then he's worth giving it well, up they gave up picks for him too and both he, of those decisions have out. worked he out definitely for the Rams. he yeah. definitely was you know i i would argue a determining factor in this game when it came to defensively 100%. all over 100%. the field. He was everywhere. Like every time yeah. somebody was getting up off the ground, it was him right next to the ball carrier. I like the way they implement out. him. Really they was, don't yeah. just section him off to the outside. When they run nickel and they run nickel just about every coverage, Literally. they move him inside so that he can move around like that. I think it's very smart of them to do. I can't wait to see. it puts him in more action to, to I, I cover the ball. I can't wait to see them play the Chiefs because I want to see well where. the Rams got the Colts next week and I think the Colts take a step up and so it'll be an interesting I game I think it's going to be a really good it'll game it'll be a, they got a better they, be they're a facing a game. better defense than the, the Bears I think that so challenges Carson Wentz even more it we'll does Carson the, Wentz has a hard one yeah we'll look when we look ahead I don't necessarily think the Colts win but I think that is going to be a one score game he's had this he's had this he's had this battle before um week 14 2017 uh when he tore his acl actually to put us in the bye week of the playoffs in our super bowl well, the run. Colts have a better offense went up against the, the same Bears. defense aaron donald yeah. and all that he had a tough time then he's gonna have a tough time now colts yeah. have a better yeah, offense than the bears he necessarily is gonna be the determining factor but the way montgomery ran the ball in the rams I think the Colts are going to be able to run the ball in the Rams too, and I think yeah. that's going to tighten up the ball game a little yeah. bit. And again, if the Rams cannot run the ball, obviously the Colts secondary maybe they're susceptible, and there's definitely weapons yeah. of plenty out there for the Rams. But I think that is going to even the game because again, they got beat time of a possession. lot of a lot of blown yeah a lot of blown coverages from Chicago. I mean the two. The two most important plays, the yeah, two deep balls the Cooper yeah. Cup for the Rams. Straight down the that middle. first yeah. one from Stafford, and well-designed play, well-timed ball, well, well-designed route. Yeah, great play Money. off the rip. First play offense for Matthew Stafford and the Rams, yeah. but blown coverage. Second play, and they didn't touch. Jefferson when he went down. I mean, he caught the ball and went to the ground, and the Bears just made an awful decision, didn't tag him. All they had to do was touch him. <laughs> yep. So Absolutely. that's a blown touchdown. And then the second one with um, Cooper Cup. Blown coverage again. So, the Colts is it really there the with Chicago are... not on all cylinders? Yes, we can all agree on that. But we'll see what goes forward with the Rams. So that concludes our Week One wrap up. And since we're already talking about the Colts, let's go ahead and look into Week Two. 
But the Thursday night game is the New York Giants. Let's not forget about the tight one we have in Baltimore and Las Vegas right now. All right, go ahead. Yeah, but there's not much to talk about because we're you know we're we're not able to pull up stats. You know, we're gonna pull up stats immediately right now. I'd rather look into week two instead of you know dealing about a game that's ongoing right now because we don't get to see the final. You're right. You're right. You're right. I just wanted to let everybody know it's still going on. I know we're doing the podcast through it, but speak. Yeah. All right. So we got the New York Giants at the Washington Football Team. Who y'all taking? I'm kind of leaning towards Washington on this one. Them being home in that you know poopy stadium falling apart, but. I, th- I, s- I think that defense is going to give the New York Giants a hard time. I got the Giants. I got the Giants. I think they're going to play a little bit better. I think it's going to be a really tight game. I could see Washington winning it too. I think at this point in time, the Washington football team is taking a step back and the Giants have an opportunity to take a step forward here. Um, another week for- worth of practice. You get a little bit more out of Barkley, ramp him up a little bit more. And the defense plays a little better. They're not going to be playing an efficient offense like they just played with Denver. Um, so I, I got the Giants this week. All right. Eddie? I'm taking Washington in the trenches. Washington's a better team. That's how you're going to win this game, in the trenches. All right. Nick? Um, yeah. Like uh, like like Eddie just said, I got Washington. I got Washington winning. I think they're going to step a little bit, uh, step up a little bit more than last week. I think they're going to get a little bit more productivity from the um, the quarterback. So yeah, Washington. All right, moving on. We got the uh, Cincinnati Bengals at the at the Chicago Bears. And Bengals are impressive week. One. You know that first, they're pretty impressive. You know they had in a few only in a few drives, and the Bears need to show more. So. It's a tough one to me. I'm it's a, a good matchup. It's a good matchup because I think both teams have a lot to learn and a lot to improve. Um, yes. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Bengals because, because like Nick was saying, that secondary not stepping up to the plate against the Rams, I think Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase can yes. do it again. I got the Bengals too for that exact reason. I'm Bengals going Bears. All the way. I'm going Bears. I think they're going to be able to run the football nicely. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if – Fields is more involved this week, um, but I, I I think the Bears are slightly better. I will not be surprised again yeah, at all it's a if tough the one. Bengals win. Khalil Mack um, has to I step like, it up again. I yeah. like what the Bengals are doing. He didn't do it this week. He needs right. to do Eddie, it. What you, Eddie, what are you feeling? I take, I'm taking the Bears. Taking the Bears. All right, we got the Houston Texans at the Cleveland Browns. Can the Texans keep up that hot streak? Is Tyrod Taylor good? Is the Texans good, or was the Jacksonville bad? I'm gonna go with Cleveland. I think they 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 need they need this win after losing to the Chiefs. I think as like a moral victory. Yeah. So I'll take the Browns. What are you feeling there, Charlie? I gotta go Browns. <laughs> if they lose this game, um, are you on the Houston train the rest of the year? <laughs> no, 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 no. But I can see this being a close game too. Right. But yeah, I got Cleveland. If Eddie? Cleveland loses, I'll be. I really want to take Tyrod for the for the same reason anyone would for the you know revenge game against Cleveland or whatever kind of sour puss he would have towards Cleveland, um, but it, talent wise, uh, continuity wise, and I don't give a shit how bad Baker is. I got to go Cleveland <laughs> because it still is just Houston, and they only did beat Jacksonville. It's not like they were just you know blow for blow with the Chiefs or beat you know a contender. Yeah. All right, Eddie, uh, Nick. Yeah, um, I got Cleveland. Um, I think I think Baker cleans it up a little bit. Um, they're just they're too much on the on the ground. Um, yeah, I hate to go against talent. Houston. Yeah. They did play well, but like like Eddie just said, they played Jacksonville. I think I gotta go Cleveland. Yep. All right. Yeah, but like, so looking in that game, but yeah, like because the Jacksonville did run the wall pretty well against Texans, and mm-hmm. I think the Browns are gonna run all over them. Yeah, I agree. 
And all right, so looking at the game, we were kind Should of talking about a little bit, a little bit, a little bit ago, and that's the Los Angeles Rams at the Indianapolis Colts. I think it's gonna be a pretty close one, but I think the Rams will take it at the end. Of, I think it'll be like a last-minute drive by the Rams, and you get to see Stafford be the two-minute quarterback you're kind of paying him to be. I want to listen to you guys before I make. My okay, so I um, I I'll tight. keep it short and sweet. Um, Indianapolis at home. I'm still gonna take the Rams. The Rams played real good on defense. I think they're going to step it up even more this week, and I think they're going to trouble Wentz in the offense, and I think it's it's going to be the Rams. All right, Eddie? I think it's going to be a hell of a game, though. I'm going Colts because it's at home. I don't really like the receivers in this game, but it doesn't appear to be that the Rams are good against the run. Um, and 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 I'm just I'm gonna hang my hat on the fact that they didn't do good against the run against the Bears. I think uh, I think Wentz is a better quarterback than um, than Red than Red Rifle is. No, so, this is Rams. No, oh, oh, you're saying okay? Yeah, I get yeah. you. I get you. I get you. I get so you. I so you. I think that mm. I think that in this case, quarterback wise, I think they're facing a tougher quarterback. You know, next week. So I'm gonna take I'm I'm gonna take the Colts in the run game, and just managing I, I, clock. I just I just think that their defense is gonna stand up more than the Rams' defense against that offensive line, because I still believe that you know the Colts have the best offensive line in the league. All right, uh, Nick, or Charlie, I'm going with Eddie and the Colts. All Eddie right. made a very compelling. Uh, I was I was on the fence both ways. I'm gonna go Colts. All right, very close game. We're looking at the Bills, the looking to bounce back, and if the Dolphins can hold on and play like the Dolphins, I think I take the Bills on the bounce back. I gotta agree, I go Bills. I'm taking Miami because they're just a team that's kind of like Arizona. I'm not saying they are, but I'm saying weapons wise, you know, basically they kind of got the same kind of quarterback, a little less accurate in Tua. He can run, he can throw, you know, potentially he could do it all. And is this going to be a bounce back? This is going to be a hell of a game because it's a divisional game. Each yeah. team is going to want to win this game. But, you know, I don't know if this is the bounce back week for them considering it is, you know, basically a division game that needs to be won by both sides. I think Brian Flores and the Heat too. I think Flores is going to show up. I think uh I think Miami is going to take this. All right, Nick. I got Buffalo. Um, Miami at home, but uh, I think Buffalo is gonna come into this game a little bit easier of a game, and Probably I think they're focused. gonna, yeah, they're they're gonna show why they're Super Bowl contenders this year. All right, the other AFC East matchup with the New England Patriots at the New York Jets. I gotta go Patriots. They're just a better team, much better defense, and they're gonna give the Jets a run, you know, a hard time. I agree, Patriots. Yeah, I gotta I gotta say Patriots too. All right, I'm going New York Jets at home. Uh, I think that Miami and the Jets are both going to surprise the Patriots week one, week two. I think the Patriots have a lot of work to do. I think Zach Wilson is playing better than Mac Jones at the moment, and I also think that uh, Zach Wilson has more weapons, um, and you can't argue that at all. He has more weapons. He ha- Mac Jones has a better coach, but Zach Wilson has the weapons. I think he's going to get it done in the first half of his time instead of the second half. If the Jets. Jets can hold that run game in check, which is possible, um, then yeah. I, I mean, the Jets I, need to have more I than two drives yeah, to be. I got the, to Jets. Be, the Jets need to have more than two drives to be uh, anything. Shout happen. out to Matt. All right, so we got the uh, San Francisco 49ers at the Philadelphia Eagles. Can the 49ers hold on? Are they a good team? And is the Philadelphia Eagles a good team? We get to, you know, they beat Atlanta pretty, pretty steadily, and can they do it again? I'm gonna have to go with the 49ers in that run game, even you know. 
if they bring in Sermon, they got Mitchell. Mitchell plays well again, and I think Sermon comes in as the other guy, as the third down back or whatever. They let that man dress and let that man play. Charlie, I'm on the Niners. I think they're going to get up on them early, and I think the Philadelphia offense is going to have to come from behind, and I think they're going to. I think they'll make it close towards the late to late game, but I think ultimately the 49ers get the win. Uh, Eddie. I'm going uh, Philadelphia Eagles because I think that defensively, um, the Eagles are playing lights out defensively right now. I mean, I know it was against, uh, you know, the Atlanta Falcons, but I think Matt Ryan's a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. Plus with Jason Verrett going down on San Francisco, Raheem Morris on the injury right, report. Yeah. Yep. Um, That's yeah. the soft spot for the, for the 49ers <clears throat> yeah. defense, so that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, I, I love I love Kinlaw, I love Greenlaw, um, but, but no. will Philadelphia open up and exploit to that second level? Because we didn't see it week one, so that's well, why if, I got to see from. Well, if from Hertz. if if Hertz is gonna play like he was playing last week, uh, this week that just passed into next week, then I think that if he gives that kind of play, that defense shows up and plays like they did against Arizona, then I don't see why the Eagles can't push back the Niners. And that defense, I, I, I just, I, I think, you know, with him being mobile and able to move around in the pocket like that, he ran for a touchdown, he passed for three. I'm taking the Eagles, man, until until I'm not. All right, Mr. Philly there. Nick, what are you feeling? So, this was kind of a tough one to me, but I, I, I dove into the injury report. I'm going to Philadelphia. Um, you got Raheem Mostert, knee, didn't play. Linebacker, Dre Greenlaw, groin, That's questionable big. to return. Jason Verrett, knee, possible ACL tear. We got Devontae Smith, Jalen Rager. We got some receivers and some weapons who are gonna gonna show out against that secondary. And I and like Eddie said, if the defense plays well and Jalen Hurts continues vulnerable. to play like he did week one, I'm going Philadelphia. All right. They're gonna face a much better pass rush in San Francisco yeah, though. True, and that true. that draw game and stuff is going to be challenged a lot more with but, Warner. Well, he's got wheels. Miles he's Sanders, got wheels. Miles Sanders is gonna I feel like get more touches too. Hurts got wheels. All right, we'll see we'll see. We'll see. All right, looking at the Las Vegas Raiders who are currently giving the Baltimore Ravens a run for their money right now. And they're going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers who who had a good defensive showing and will their offense show this week? And I think I'm gonna go with Steelers, and I think their their defense sticks in, but their offense takes that next step. Yep, I'm going Pittsburgh Steelers. Najee Harris takes the next step in the offense, and they're they're gonna dominate Las Vegas. Hard for me to go against Ben Roethlisberger because I I'm a quarterback guy, and normally I pick teams that have the most you know consistent quarterback. I have to go Pittsburgh. Because he's the most consistent quarterback of the two, and because I just like Pittsburgh's defense better than I like the Raiders overall as a team. We don't know what we're going to get with Jacobs. He was questionable in tonight's game. How much did he play? I don't know. What's going on? I'm taking Pittsburgh. 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 Alrighty. No brainer. Sorry, I was looking at the game, and uh, Raiders are about to score, but they just turned it over on downs in the red zone. So. Not looking pretty. Baltimore's got the ball back. Chucky. All right, so we're looking at the uh, New Orleans Saints in that hot streak going up against the Carolina Panthers at the Panthers at the Carolina. And Carolina, you know, wasn't the greatest showing. They beat the Jets, but they made something happen. But I still think the Panthers aren't quite there, and I think 
the New Orleans Saints take it with superior coaching again. Yeah, I got uh, I got the New Orleans Saints. I think the the workload is too heavy for Christian McCaffrey in this game coming up, and I think the defense is, is just too slim for Carolina. I think uh, New Orleans gets it done again, and I think James Winston isn't going to have the game he had in week one, but I think he's going to have more yards than I think the Saints. Saints. Yeah, I'm going Saints as well. Uh, you brought it up, coaching. Uh, that's, in, that's an incredible point. Um, also, though, you draft – to beat your division you don't draft to win championships any team knows that you draft to win this the eight games you have to play within your division and i just think the saints are built to beat the panthers i do respect their quarterback position and how they've traded for a guy who's playing decent but i'm going saints i'm going panthers i'm going panthers because of that young defense and i think mccaffrey is going to give uh the saints defense problems I'm not sold on Darnold, but I think he's going to make enough plays. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that defense gave, this, gave the Jets all they could handle. And uh, I think I think we'll see a little bit different out of Jameis all this right. week. So looking at the uh, Denver Broncos, well-rounded team going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I'm sorry, I, just, I, I can't see the Jacksonville Jaguars taking that next step up against a tough opponent in the Denver Broncos. So I got to go Broncos. I'm going Broncos as well because of how good they played against the Giants. That offensive line is going to suffer like Daniel Jones did. Lawrence is going to be on the run. Look for Von Miller to get, you know, maybe five, six sacks this game potentially. I think, yeah, I I think overall, I think Denver has the more solid, well-rounded team. I think Teddy Bridgewater is still going to continue to play lights out against this defense. Miles Jack can't do it all. C.J. Henderson can't do it all. Yeah, I think think it's Denver's game to lose. Denver, Denver all the way. Denver all the way. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have a couple turnovers this game. I think he's going to have half the payload that he had last week. I think they're going to shrink his workload down, and I think they're going to suffer from it. I, I'm going Denver. All right, we're going with the uh, – <clears throat> yeah. looking at the Minnesota – you said Broncos. If you really want to touch on it, we can touch on it or just no, jump I didn't in. No, I didn't hear Char. Told just you. jump in. All right, so Broncos. Minnesota Vikings jumping into the uh, Arizona Cardinals – Cardinals look too dominant, too well rounded across the board, and the Vikings, you know, only had a few a few good plays. I gotta yep. go Cardinals. Three, four hundred yards from Cousins. That's what you're gonna get. You're not gonna walk away with a win here because, like Brady just said, Arizona's the more well rounded team in this situation. I re- I really like what they've been doing. Connor's, you know, playing good. Yeah, Arizona wins this one. Yep, Arizona at home got them by seventeen. Charlie. Yeah, I can't say anything good about Minnesota, really. So Cardinals, yeah, all right. Cardinals look good. Atlanta Falcons going to the Super Bowl champions, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They got to go Bucks. Atlanta didn't show nothing that anybody's got to be worried about right now. They got they got a lot of room to improve right now. So I just don't see them taking taking anything from the Bucks. Yeah, no brainer, Tampa Bay. I go Bucks as well because that linebacking core is going to shut down their number one draft pick, drafted out of Florida, tight end. Uh, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is is going to get shut down this game, and you know, then outside of that, you know, who else do they really have? Ridley's going to get shut down. I don't see this game being one of. I mean, neither one of these tight ends, Hawkerson or uh, or not Hawkerson. Uh, I forget. I forget his name on Atlanta. Hurst. Hurst. They got two. They got two very good tight ends. Tampa's got the superior, just all Mind the way back. around. Yeah, it's 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 definitely Tampa's Tampa's game to lose. Charlie, I'm gonna take Tampa, but Tampa's got to clean it up. 
and yeah. I think Atlanta's going to play I mean, better. I yeah. think it'll be a better game. Atlanta always gives the Bucks a run for their money. Paper. It's always a shootout with Atlanta, no matter what, even last year. All right, going moving on. Dallas Cowboys at the Los Angeles Chargers. I think it could be a really good game. I think it's. I think it could be a shootout. I agree. Um, I agree. But I gotta go. I gotta go. Cowboys. They can't. They, they're not. I don't think they start with two losses. Yep. I'm going. I'm going. Dallas. As much as it hurts to say, Dallas is winning this game. Yeah, Dallas. Dallas. I'm gonna go Chargers. All right. What's your reasoning going with Chargers? I'm going Chargers because I because I've always liked their quarterback getting drafted uh, out of Oregon. Um, I, I I've always liked them. You you haven't been a Herbert fan. Um, I'm I'm sold on Herbert. Um, you know, I, I'm just thinking maybe defensively, I'm thinking the Chargers can come up this game and potentially end up doing something, you know, maybe, at, you know, maybe defensively they, you know, uh, they, they, they can they, turn this thing yeah, around. I mean, they got room to improve defense, definitely. And they played pretty good against Washington. All right. I mean, they only allowed 260 yards. Yeah. Looking at the Tennessee Titans versus Seattle Seahawks, can the Titans actually make something happen on offense or the Seattle just going to storm them right through? And start off strong like they did against the Colts. I think the Seahawks take it, and I think the Titans might they'll improve definitely this week. But I think they still have more to prove. And Seattle's offense is I, too I strong Henry, right now. I think Henry gets a hundred yards, but Seattle still wins. I'm on board with both of you guys. I got Seattle winning it at home. Um, I think they're gonna ride the train that they did this week, and I think they're gonna just stay on it and full speed ahead. But I also think, like Brady said, that the Titans are gonna improve. Um, I think they are going to do some things more considering the defensive line of Seattle. Mm-hmm. I think Tannehill is going to have a little Great. bit more time. I think Derrick Henry is going to have a little bit better of a game, like like Eddie said, possibly a 100-yard game for Henry. So it's going to be a tight one, but Seattle Seahawks at home. Yeah, I think it's a shootout, but i got to take Seattle in the end. I agree uh, with all y'all's points. All righty, so we're looking at the Kansas City Chiefs versus the, at the Baltimore Ravens with the Ravens currently up 17-10 on the Raiders. It's a it's a tough game. Ravens at home. So it could they, be a trap game. They they can they can they can take off where the Browns showed promise of winning that run game and winning the time management. Now can they do it for the full four quarters, or is Kansas City still the kryptonite for the Ravens? We'll see. This I, could be I, a trap game. I got. I, I don't know. I still got to take Kansas City. They're for gonna sure. play. They're gonna play four quarters, and I don't think the Ravens haven't proved. Yeah, that they can play four quarters against Kansas City. This could be a trap game, though. You know, I mean, the defense could show up. Lamar could show out. You yeah. know, it, so who it you taking? Could be. So who you taking? It could be. Could. So who you taking? <laughs> yeah, I'm taking Kansas City because I'm not an idiot. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I'm not right. an idiot. Right. I'm not stupid. Nick. Charlie. Yeah, I'll roll with the Ravens. Ravens. All right, I, I like go it. with the little upset at home. That is a very tough place to play in Baltimore. And if anybody can do it, it's KC. I don't think it's a huge margin, but I'm thinking Eddie kind of. Said it right there with Lamar balling out. I think Lamar balls out. Yeah, I'm with Charlie. Got Baltimore at home. I got the rushing attack from Lamar getting a little over the edge on the rushing attack coming from Kansas City. I got Baltimore at home. All right. Looking at the Monday night game, you got the nitty-gritty Detroit Lions going to Green Bay, facing the Packers on – I mean, you can't really take anything from week one. So <laughs> so who are they playing? You know you're playing the Packers. And it's only up from here, Is it week right? one Packers or is it, or is it you know, 2020 Packers that's, you know, MVP, leading the league, across the board kind of situation? We'll see. Who you guys got? I got to go Packers. I got to go Packers too, but I think this is going to be a close game. I think Detroit is going to give everybody a close game. 
and I think this game is going to be no exception. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be over there sweating, looking around like what is really happening here. And but the Packers ultimately get the win. They're the better football team. They should get the win. Eddie, ah, you know I want to, you know I want to have some Cinderella story here. I want to call us a trap game. <laughs> I want to say that you know, uh, you know Jared Goff is going to come out and really show the world that hey. you know McVay doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. You is know? it in Detroit or is it in Green in Bay? Green Bay? In Green Bay. I like um, the Lions even better. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Detroit. I'm going to yeah, go Cinderella yeah. story. I'm going to go Detroit. You're going Detroit. Cinderella story. Um, you know, everybody's just going to come together, you know, and all 22 guys are going to, you know, be a cohesive unit and play together as one. And they're just going to rise above and they're going to beat Green Bay because, you know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to even be there. So maybe. I don't know. So I circled Green Bay. But I'm going Detroit. Um, Detroit because kind of what Eddie said, and I'm going to try to stick to my word on these podcasts. I said earlier, I kind of think it was a little bit of a joke, but I kind of think Aaron Rodgers kind of blew week one, and I think Lions played good enough to come out and surprise people. I'm going Detroit. All right, so that's your next week two's picks. We're going to see how this plays out. Anything to add real quick, boys? Shout out to Banana Raisin Soap. Shout out to the league. Keep Shout out team. to Randy's fabulous team. Keep it. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was, no, no, it was a, no, it was a fun week one. I'm looking forward to week two even more so. Yeah. I think oh, it was a, a real good week one. Of great it was a real matchups. good week one. Week two, I'm very excited. <laughs> Let's get it. We got the Baltimore Ravens and the Las Vegas Raiders battling it out. And Monday Night Football. Let's see what the birdie.